2: We're, we're back from what?
1: We're back from the last episode. Oh, okay. And this is a special episode. Yeah,
2: because it's a book club.
1: It's a book club. Mrs. P's book club. The
2: best book club.
1: For all the new listeners. What does that mean?
2: It means I read a book. Yep. And I'm going to try to explain this book to Alex. Yep. The best I can. Yep. This is also a warning. I am going to spoil this book. Yes. I am. I have uh, taken detailed notes, and I'm going to try to get him to understand and maybe even like it.
1: That's uh, th- that last part's not going to happen. It could happen. However, yep. there is an extra special different theme for this one.
2: Yeah. <laughs> smile i had thank you his name was dusk
1: <laughs> so that's I, right
2: i gave you my brunch smile you gave the brunch Ugh. smile that's true <laughs> It's a lot that, of teeth
1: yeah and so for our guys who are listening you're like hey i heard different voices before this podcast started yeah the, we have ads on now oh right as uh, so we do want to mention that, we do have ads on. Mm-hmm. We, before, where you to hear usual page turns, Yep. which is what we call them during the book club, Yep. before you hear those little theme songs and all those things, there's going to be a slight ad. If you don't want to hear the ads, you can sign up for the Patreon, $3 uh, for the Hey Hun tier. You'll get a shout out on the podcast. For $5, you can actually vote in the polls. And right yeah. now, Mrs. P has a poll
2: up. I have a poll live.
1: It's live for on, all the team leads. On people
2: that I could do research on and then do episodes on and upset you with their information.
1: That's true. Yeah. But not always, we're not always just trying to upset each other. Sometimes we're just, it's very interesting things.
2: I think I have been getting this podcast wrong the whole time.
1: I think you have been, because sometimes (laughs) you do tell me things are actually insanely interesting.
2: Yeah, that's true. Well, this book is super interesting. Also, we need to shout out the libraries real quick.
1: Oh, yeah. What's your library? Shout out
2: to the libraries. What's
1: your library shout out this week? Okay,
2: I got library shout outs. Let me think. Um, Okay, so I saw that one of the local libraries near us is doing a puzzle swap, which I thought was super cute. Um, For all the puzzle uh, pals Puzzle pals That's what they're Going to call it right now If you like Finished a puzzle And then you Didn't want to Hodgepodge it And frame it You just put it Together back in the box And then You go to the puzzle Swap at the library And then get somebody else's puzzle they completed yeah and it looks super cute when i saw it posted on the internet that's really cool yeah and we don't really have puzzles because cats always steal the puzzle pieces.
3: that's
1: true and also uh sometimes my add goes too far
2: sometimes and then the other thing i saw and you'll love this is that our library posted that they have you can check this out it's called the bird watching bag and it's a backpack and it's filled with binoculars bird guides local trail maps compasses and other like informational packets about bird watching Ooh. and so you can actually check out the backpack for a week and then like just go bird watching
1: for a, for a week yeah they're like here's a week-long backpack I feel yeah. like that should be a day pass
2: I mean no that's like for a week though. no
1: I know that's crazy though that's a, that's pretty awesome though. I know it's
2: so cute though
1: I you did finally turn me on again and we've mentioned on the podcast mm-hmm. you uh, were like I was talking about going to a, a local museum Yep, and you were like did you check? The library website to see if they're free, and I was like, yeah. "What are you talking about?" And then we sat down, yep. and went to the library website.
2: I walked him through the library website,
1: and you showed me, like a child, of how to actually <laughs> use the library's website, uh-huh, yeah, and how I could get tickets to like the Philadelphia Art Museum, yep, uh, along with gardens. There was a bunch of different places like, around all here. All museums, really. Yeah, it's most. And of they the museums. just got
2: some for New York City too. Yeah, so and you want a trip up there,
1: and which never. Um,
2: <laughs> fuck New York. Fuck
1: the Mets. Uh, wow. wow. Go Birds.
2: Okay, this is you're on the wrong podcast. Go
1: birds. Go Phillies. Go unions. Go Flyers. Go Sixers.
2: Go everybody. Go
1: everyone that isn't New York City. Facts. All right. Big facts. And also, I've looked at our analytics. We do not have that many New York City listeners. <laughs> Most of our listeners drive in their commute. That is not a New York City thing. Uh, but anyway, we uh, we yeah we. So we, you're about to hear commercials. Okay. Uh, one. All right. Uh, you'll hear a small commercial it'll be like 30 seconds if you don't want to hear those like I said you can go click the link in the show notes and you can join our Patreon and through the Patreon there is access to a a ad free feed or you can listen to them directly through the Patreon app itself okay press
2: the button so we can get started
1: okay fine
2: yay selling a little or a lot
1: Alright, it's time for the book.
2: We're ready. Okay, so hold on a yeah. sip the water real quick. Mm. So this book I got is called Hyde. I'm holding it, I'm showing okay. it to him. It's yep. called Hyde. Yeah. Written by Kirsten White. I assume that's how you say it, Kirsten, right? Yeah, that's a Kirsten. That feels like a We've Kirsten. gone through a
1: Kirsten Christens before. Yeah. This, this is lo- definitely this a Kirsten. This looks like a strong Kirsten. It's a K I E R S T Yeah, Kirsten. Okay. Yeah.
2: So Kirsten White. Now I'm going to read you the back of the book. Okay. Because okay? we like I like to read the back of the book so we can understand what I thought I was getting into.
1: Okay. Okay. And the book is called Hide.
2: Hide. And it's got a picture of a fucked up wheel in the front.
1: You know what's funny is every time I saw you read- Ferris reading, wheel. It's fine.
2: I carousel. said Charis wheel. It's, I was
1: letting it go. I wasn't- I'm actually working on myself not um, correcting you on every word. Oh, okay. I appreciate Like the that. way you say guillotine- um, so anyway, Nancy. while I saw you, <laughs> while I saw you reading this, uh-huh. I kept thinking it was called Hilda.
2: Oh I Because see of that. the
1: way just the 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 color of the, the book and yeah. the book cover and all those things, I kept thinking it said Hilda. And I was like, all right, well I guess she's reading some weird German book. And it's like nope. called Hide. Hide. Um, yeah. So what's it about? So it
2: says the challenge. Spend a week hiding in an abandoned amusement park and don't get caught. The prize, enough money to change everything. Even though everyone is desperate to win, to seize a dream future, or escape a haunting past, Mac is sure she can beat the competitors. All she has to do is hide, and she is an expert at that. And It's the reason she's alive and her family isn't. But as the people around her begin disappearing one by one, Mac realizes that this competition is even more sinister than she had imagined, and that together might be the only way to survive. 14 competitors, seven days, everywhere to hide but nowhere to run.
1: So it's 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 Hunger Games but Hide and Seek? It's Scooby-Doo Hunger Games.
2: Yeah, Scooby-Doo Hunger Games. That's a good okay. way. Of, that's the way I kind Do of Hun- frame yeah, it in my yeah. mind.
1: That's, that's what you're describing mm-hmm. to me.
2: And so – it's you know Doo, hungry. Something. okay this book is kind of thin it's, it's a little book
1: not it's not a thick book when
2: i got this book i said this is gonna be a quick read i'm gonna be able to quickly read this book and get a book club episode out on the podcast."
1: yeah and the, the thing font, is, and the font's not crazy no it's
2: not crazy it's quality here's, paperback here's the situation and i should have uh just read it out loud there are 14 competitors yeah so there are 14 characters in this book oh no so there's a lot to go over because it it doesn't we have the main character mac who we've been introduced to from the back of the book okay but um there's a lot of info because we've got 14 competitors and so you get a lot of perspectives in this book so i did have to take a lot of notes oh no yeah so we're we're gonna we're gonna get through this together our marriage is gonna be stronger
1: i don't know if that's true yep
2: We're going to hold hands at the end of this.
1: You know what? Let's just take another commercial break. No, stop
2: hitting the commercial break button.
1: But now that I have a a button that just prints money, I want to hit the button. Alex,
2: come on. All right. Okay, so the book opens, and we're at the amusement park. Okay. (laughs) Okay.
1: Well, of course. (laughs) You know what? Honestly, fair. I'm already happy about one thing. (laughs) What? Because all the other previous books you started at, they usually don't start at the place where everything happens. Yeah. They always have to spend... Twenty minutes, or the equivalent of like six chapters, to get to the amusement yeah, park. Yeah, so we're
2: in the amusement park already. In it, the book is opening in the amusement park. Um, the park was opened in the 1950s and was super popular
1: in the 1950s. Yeah, people okay. were big into it. So it's a racist um, amusement park.
2: All right. So the park has a big whites only sign. Entering the park, <laughs> I fucking called it. Did I not fucking? How did I? That was a joke. <laughs>
1: You're kidding me, though. <laughs> no, you're you're it's, not it's, kidding
2: me. I'm not kidding you. Oh my god! And the, the, again, because this is we're we're in a flashback right now, so this okay. is the 1950s. Oh, we're
1: in the 50s. Now I'm mad.
2: <laughs> ah, I got you. So we're entering the park, and what happens is they're kind of like going through the time of like from the 50s to the 70s, right? And it's kind of like they're they're writing a montage scene, and when they can't have the whites only sign anymore. It's heavily implied when they're no longer allowed to have signs. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, civil rights happens.
2: Yeah, civil rights happens, and the amusement park is upset about it. Okay. Okay.
1: Because it's a very racist amusement park.
2: Um, we're just going to – you're just going to need that information.
1: No, I get it. That's what I'm saying. It. All right, I understand. So, the Scooby-Doo.
2: best <laughs> – What?
1: Listen, have you ever noticed <laughs> – you ever noticed that all of the ghosts in Scooby-Doo are a little clanny?
2: Uh, well, once they pull the white hood off,
1: I know. Like, the- oh,
2: it's your next door neighbor. Oh no, Should've it's known. a congressman. Oh no, it's a cop. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Not the cop pulled the-, the cop pulled the mask off himself. I bet there's an episode. <laughs> there has to be. They killed Mama Cass. Come on. Who did? Didn't? No, she didn't die in that episode. She but they didn't, die didn't make fun of her a lot. Of-
1: what, Mama Cass?
2: In the Scooby-Doo episode with Mama Cass in it.
1: I have to they rewatch it. They make fun it. of her a lot. It's Do they? Nice.
2: Well, I think... Okay, okay, so anyway, we are off track already, and we're only... We haven't even got to the 70s yet.
1: Oh, my God. All right, let's get so, past civil rights. So,
2: let's get past civil rights. <laughs>
1: well, no, okay. Not past. <laughs> let's get over it.
2: No, Alex. <laughs> what? So, the best day... What, okay, the best day at the amusement park was actually one week. Every seven years, the park would do one week free. For, like They would just open the gates and okay. everybody come in for that one week. Everybody was welcome. So right? real
1: quick, it's an amusement park, not a carnival.
2: It's an amusement park.
1: Okay, gotcha. Solid
2: stays there year round.
1: Gotcha. So this is like a Knott's Farm type of feel.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, gotcha. Can we
2: go to Knott's Berry Farm? I I'm... would love to go there. Okay, so... It's um, a
1: Dollywood house.
2: I know it is, but Knott's Farm is really cool too. Um, not as cool as Dollywood though. Everyone would go... When they opened for this free week, yeah, everyone from all around, if yeah. you could get there, you were going. And so that meant that even like people that were incredibly poverty stricken, immigrant workers, the wealthy townsfolk who wanted to stay wealthy by not paying for nothing. Everybody went. OK, because this free week was the coolest. Yeah. So in 1974, during the free week, a fancy businessman from upstate decided to bring his family, his wife and two kids. And they hadn't been invited to, to be a part of the business of the amusement park, but he knew that a cousin of a cousin owned the park and he wanted to see and visit the park in person to see if it was like a good investment. Okay. So he went there like he's taking his wife and kids, but he also was like, I want to check this place out to see if I could like maybe buy into it. If it looks like it's really, you know, worthwhile.
1: But more importantly, he's also now able to write off the mileage.
2: That exactly. He's like,
1: I'm writing this shit off every corn dog <laughs> that little Timmy buys. Mm, I'm keeping that receipt.
2: Yep. Okay. Keep the receipts. So this is why he's going. Um, the, a little girl who was five, who was his daughter, Disappeared in the park and was never found.
1: That was the weirdest way to. I apologize. <laughs> say a little girl. I who was five
2: wrote it very oddly in my notes. Yeah, and that's my fault. Okay. So yeah, his so da- a five-year-old goes his, missing. His five-year-old daughter goes missing, in and the this park.
1: isn't Disney World, so they don't have great security. No, not great security. Because that happens a lot at Disney World. They just have insanely good security. Yeah, like
2: creepy facial yeah. recognition. Yeah,
1: security. yeah, it's real crazy stuff.
2: Um. So a migrant worker was arrested for her murder.
1: Oh, that's not fun.
2: And the park was closed very soon after that because of all the bad press.
1: Did they find her body or they never found her Never body? found her. They never found never her body, found her. but they blamed a migrant they for her. They blamed
2: a migrant worker who happened to be at the Free Pass week. Yep. And uh, the, the park ended up going out of business because of all the bad press. Did
1: the dad ever invest?
2: I don't. You know what? I feel like he didn't. He, I feel like maybe he was like bad investment.
1: Oh, gotcha. Yeah, they killed my daughter. Yeah. mm mm-hmm. not going to put money in here. The,
2: it did go out of business afterwards. So, mm. I, you know, you think maybe... Maybe he just went the other way and, like, went after them. Like, but it's not clear.
1: It's, <laughs> it's not, not in it's the right. It's not okay. clear. So in our headcanon... In our headcanon... He can do whatever he wanted.
2: Um. So the park is now abandoned, okay? Okay. Ivy, trees, the rides are all rusty. Yeah. There's... Um, in the center of the park is like a real kind of creepy building, just like kind of a house. But There's not... a vape shop. There's yeah, it's a vape
1: shop. <laughs> There's definitely a vape and... shop. I picture a rundown amusement park, a vape shop, and a place that only sells Trump shirts. Yeah, like that's just on the end nope. of this weird strip mall. It's <laughs> that is also no an no amusement no. Park. It's
2: definitely described as like um, an amusement park that's kind of like out. In like the country, almost. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I get what you so mean. So
2: there's no, and also it closed in the '70s, so they don't have vape shops yet. They're not lucky like we are to have vape. Oh, shops. Okay.
1: Yeah, because vape shops yeah. will keep any strip mall alive.
2: Yeah. Even I was I was driving um to work recently, yeah. and I saw three vape shops next to each other. It,
1: it was, was like vape shop, vape shop, vape yeah, shop. Yeah, and
2: then the next one was a CBD shop, and I was like, guys, wow. I feel like you could merge. I feel like we need to like really diversify our portfolios. Yeah. Um, okay. So parks abandoned. Um, there's, you know, it's just like it's overgrown. Everything's rusted and broken. And it's blah like, blah. and
1: it's like seventies, eighties, like abandoned yeah. too, which is scarier. Yeah. Than later ones because it's like the corners are a little bit more rusty.
2: Yeah. There wasn't any. There's a lot measures. more. Yeah. There's a lot more
1: tetanus around. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're like, oh, this is—it's a little bit extra seedy, yeah. The and the um the spray paint art isn't as good, yeah. Because even like, you know what I mean? So it's like,
2: oh my god, look at you. Well, you know, you know, know. I'm just saying, like, you just you just said something that like you didn't need to say, but it was good.
1: Oh, did? Yeah, you're proud of me.
2: No, in like a way that like you're you're calling ahead to something that you don't realize you're calling ahead to. Oh, yeah, good job. Okay, okay. So then something else. Again, this is in like the the storybook we're painting in our head okay is there's all these topiaries that are like they they used to be beautiful topiaries obviously yeah. we will we'll take care of and in them it's very clear that a little girl's a little maybe like 5-year-old girl's little shoe was in a bush and then it grew into the bush so like as the bush got higher the topiary like grew out the bush is now uh, the shoe is now eye level but the shoe is like still in the growth if you know what I mean yeah I get and that's how we're gonna close the chapters we see that there's this little girl's shoe that's grown for you know 30 and, that's, years.
1: and that's the evidence that the migrant didn't do it. Yeah. yeah exactly. And now it's what, 2000?
2: We're at 2023, babes. Oh, it's today. We're here.
1: Do they say straight up it's today today?
2: 2023. Okay. I know because there's a lot of like, um, there's a lot of banter that happens. Yeah. yeah. I was like, wait, what? And I was like, this. you would have to know what's happening after a pandemic in America for that joke to make sense. Yeah. yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay. So it's set in 2023.
1: Yeah. Because I did double check while you were describing this just at the very beginning. I wanted to see what the copyright date
2: was. Yeah. Because it was, it, was, it was very,
1: very recently published. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, okay, so we're going to... And this
1: is the second edition you're oh reading Oh,
2: my... Oh, yeah. I saw the first edition when I was looking up pictures, and it was cool. It had, like, a picture of, like, a amusement park, like, this scary, haunted kind of devil teeth where the roller coaster would go in its mouth.
3: Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. So yeah. this
2: one is a little bit creepier.
1: I like this one. Yeah. I like this cover. So All right. we're
2: going to open up. We're going to start the story now. We're introducing... Our main character, her name is Mackenzie, but she goes by Mac for short.
1: Mackenzie.
2: Yeah, her name is Mackenzie, but she goes by Mac.
1: Do you think there's a Y in that Mackenzie?
2: No, it's spelled M A C K E N Z I E. Mackenzie. Oh, Mac. see, so I would,
1: I thought where they said the E N, mm. the Ken, I was a K Y N, then she'd be Mormon.
2: Okay. Anyway.
1: Mackenzie. So
2: Mac is currently living in a homeless shelter for women.
1: Okay. Well, great.
2: <laughs> She's. Um, it, as we meet her, she's sitting in the manager's office for the shelter. Okay. And the manager is like very much one of those like fake, perky, fake, happy people. And she's like, she's just like so excited to help Mac right now. And she's letting her know that like maybe her time staying in the shelter is coming to an end. They can do that. You know? Oh, yeah. Okay. And of course, she's like super sympathetic about everything Mac's been through. Um, but like maybe mac really needs to focus on moving forward and not looking at the past you know just like bootstrap it up yeah you know yeah um so the manager tells her the that-
1: forward where you will be sleeping on the street <laughs> yeah. not the past where you had a bed
2: yeah exactly mm-hmm. okay so the manager tells her that she just got a letter in the mail and she's been <sighs> notified of an incredible opportunity for growth for mac
1: what? A, wait, that is not the way. Is that actually how it's phrased?
2: No, she's like, okay. we got this thing. and But it's like the way that she talks is like, it's an incredible opportunity for growth. Okay. Um, and she feels like Mac is going to be a really good fit for it. Um, so she pulls out this uh, big Manel envelope and she hands it to Mac and she's like, you have to read this. And so when she opens the envelope, there's a flyer and it says, Ali Ali oxen Free, the hide and seek tournament. And the manager is like, you're smart. You're young. You're not a criminal or an addict. You shouldn't be here. And then my brain is like, are you implying that the other women should be there? (laughs) You know, like what a fucked up thing to say. Yeah. Um, And she, so this lady's trying to convince her that she should do this hide and seek tournament because it's being run by this extreme sports company called Ox Extreme Sports. And the winner of the hide and seek tournament gets fifty thousand dollars. Okay. Which obviously, for someone living in a homeless shelter, would be life changing. Yes. Um, and Mac is in immediate shock, and like the shock that we're describing is like freezes, starts disassociating, eyes are glazed over. Like she is so disturbed because she's like, "Why would this woman suggest this to me?"
1: Hey, I have an idea. Do you not want to be homeless anymore? Mm-hmm. What if you let someone hunt you for sport?
2: <laughs> so that's literally what she, she's saying to her. She, starts panicking a bit and she's like i gotta get out of this room she's like i gotta get out of here i get that um the walls are closing in on her and shit yeah so mac is like listen i gotta think about this and the manager's like oh my god yeah of course take your time but like definitely let me know by tomorrow and (laughs) so mac is uh leaving the manager's office and she goes up back to her room which is like not her own room. It's like cots in a shelter. That yeah, kind of yeah. Thing.
1: I pictured it with um the what call bunk beds and yeah. stuff like that. And yeah, so yeah. she's
2: you know the Mac is describing it to us in the book, and it's like it's not a place that lets you feel like you live there. Like it's you're definitely a visitor. Like there's no lockers, no shelves, no rooms with doors. Like mm-hmm. this is an open area, and you get what you get. Right. And so she had had a duffel bag with all of her personal belongings on top of the cot that she was sleeping on. And it's gone, and so she knows that if she goes to management and is like, "Listen, I need my things back," because they must have like swept the room. Um, they're gonna label her as a troublemaker and put her out in the street because okay. like that's a thing that she knew that they did. So she has no option. She now she has nothing to her name. Literally, yeah. This woman wants her out in twenty four hours, and so she just goes back into the manager's office, literally like right away, and agrees to go play the hide and seek game. Because in her mind, at least she's going to have three meals provided and somewhere to sleep. You know, like at the end of the day for her, she's like, well, three hots and a cot. And maybe I could win $50,000. At
1: least I'll have a place to stay for seven days. Yeah,
2: at least seven days. (laughs) Because, yeah, exactly. So we then cut from the scene with this shitty, shitty person. Not Mac, the manager of the homeless shelter. And we're going to start meeting the other 13 competitors. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay? So I'm going to list them as their title, and then we can get into their names later. So we have a social media fitness model.
1: Oh, wow.
2: A graffiti artist.
1: Hey. A
2: YouTube prank show host.
1: I want him dead.
2: An app developer.
1: Okay, worthless.
2: A jewelry designer. Okay. A CrossFit instructor.
1: That's the same as the social media person. (laughs) That's like the influence, like a CrossFit instructor and an Instagram butt model are the same person, but go ahead.
2: (laughs) An actress. Okay. A writer. Worthless. uh, A person we're going to describe as a lost boy.
1: A lost boy? A
2: lost boy. So he's a vampire? <laughs> he's, he has a killer mullet and a leather jacket.
1: Shut up, does okay, he? No. Aww.
2: No, that'd be so cool though. All right. Um, and then this, this description, the kindest gas station attendant in Pocatello, Idaho. Do it again. Okay. The kindest gas station attendant uh-huh. in Pocatello, Idaho. Okay. Okay. That's his description. Yeah. A veteran. Okay. A solar panel salesman.
1: Okay, worthless.
2: And, <laughs> I know like so many of them, and like
1: every single one of them is just like, oh man, I don't know why I'm here.
2: An intern. Okay, and Mac, our lead character.
1: Oh my god, these are the these. Wait, are the does that people? mean that whoever was filling this out their bracket was like, get me, <laughs> get me a unhoused?
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's so up. crazy. <laughs> oh, no. So Mac is put on a bus and uh-huh. driven for 17 hours and then dropped off in basically the middle of fucking nowhere on the side of the road. Um, okay. She's given a duffel bag of supplies from Ox Extreme Sports, and it's got, like, their logos. It's got, like, a water... No, it doesn't have a water bottle. It's got, like... um.
1: It, it concerns like me that you kit. cut yourself. Are like it doesn't have a water
2: bottle.
1: <laughs> it doesn't. I'm so because one thing I've automatically realized. I'm like, oh, they're playing hide and seek for seven days, and they're like, and she's like, well, I'll get free meals. And I'm like, wait, they never said meals. <laughs> and now you're like, there's no water. I'm like, now I'm concerned. Oh,
2: so it's got like first aid supplies in it or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't have like any instructions or like anything like to let them let her know what's if going you on. You
1: need instructions. Okay. on how to play hide and seek. No,
2: no, no. But I mean like you just got on a, on a bus and they drip, dropped you off in the middle of nowhere with no instructions on who's coming to pick you up, what time, blah, oh, blah. Oh,
1: she's literally just the empty field.
2: Yeah, they just put her on the side of the road.
1: Oh, wow. And okay. so
2: about an hour later, she's standing on the side of the road. There's a little bit of tree coverage uh-huh. that she's kind of like trying to force her way into the shade. Yeah. But there's not a lot. An hour later, a different bus shows up and drops off two more people. Uh, two ladies... And a young man. The first lady is gorgeous. She's all done up, hair, makeup, the whole nine. And the other lady has a buzz cut and like cargo pants and like a tight tank top. Okay. Um. And then uh, a young man is with them who looks very lost and afraid.
1: Gotcha. Okay.
2: So, so, is
1: that the lost boy? It's the lost boy. <laughs> I have a question, real quick, just because <laughs> yeah. you went down the 13 descriptions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't hear bisexual scientist among any of them.
2: I know. I don't. And
1: I'm really I, upset. I don't
2: have. I don't. You found a I book can't. with no
1: bisexual
2: scientists. There's, I'm going to say I don't know for sure because we don't know everybody's sexuality in the book. There's a lot of characters. Okay. But I don't recall a bisexual scientist. Okay. Well, then I have up. to
1: hit this button. And
3: that's a
1: Bisexual Scientist Guarantee.
2: (laughs) Wow. I don't like that that's a button you've just made up. What about the representation for the Bisexual scientists?
1: Well, we don't have any. We do. We have
2: people that listen that are Bisexual scientists. I know. I understand that.
1: I'm saying, though, in this episode now, you just guaranteed that there are none.
2: I was probably wrong, though. So, okay. So the ladies introduce themselves to Mac. And here's a fun fact. They're both named Ava. They're like, I'm Ava and I'm Ava. We found this out on the bus together. So in Mac's internal dialogue, we got beautiful Ava and buzz cut Ava or just Ava. Okay. So like as the story goes on, beautiful Ava and then just Ava or buzz cut Ava. Okay.
1: So what are their jobs?
2: Um, Well, beautiful Ava is the fitness influencer and buzz cut Ava is the veteran. Gotcha. Okay. So we find out the name of the guy, the, the lost boy. His name is Legrand. Um, I think that's his last name, Legrand. Okay. But that's all we know about him. And he hasn't made eye contact with anyone. Uh, the girls, the ladies that were on the bus were like, we haven't, he hasn't spoken Because he's us. a vampire. <laughs> Are they just assume he's like intimidated by women. And so they're just like, we don't understand. But he like literally walks off the bus and goes and stands in a corner away from them, like doesn't want to be near them, mm-hmm. looks nervous.
1: Because he's a vampire.
2: Maybe maybe he is a vampire,
1: or maybe he's just an incel. I,
2: this is a lot to put on a, on a guy who just can't hold eye contact right now. Okay? okay,
1: well, I mean, I'm just saying. Like you, you've been put on a mysterious bus and you've been dropped off in the middle of a field with three random women, and you can't hold a conversation. You got a lot to talk about right there, bud. <laughs> you got
2: a lot of thoughts. Yo, are we
1: about to be murdered? No? <laughs> hey, how much they they promise money to you guys?
2: <laughs> yeah, you got to start talking salary immediately. Yeah,
1: immediately. Just talk something.
2: Talk union, talk salary immediately. Day listen, one.
1: Listen, listen. This sounds like a reality show, all right? Mm-hmm. And his goal is to not
2: make alliances? False. You got to make alliances. That's the fastest
1: way to get knocked off the show. So
2: a- the Avas, both of them, try to make friends with Mac. Okay? okay. They're like, they're trying to be very cordial and polite, but Mac... Who, again, we're talking about a person who's experiencing homelessness, has clear trust issues, is very off put by them just because she doesn't want to make friends with anyone because she doesn't trust anyone because she lives on the street. And so she literally tells them both to fuck off. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, hi. And she's like, fuck off. And like she just walks away. (laughs) She doesn't want to deal with them. Uh, More vans show up over the course of many hours. So they have been out there a long time. Okay. Um. They drop off the rest of the con- uh, competitors. As more and more people show up, everyone is fucking miserable. Okay. Yeah. So they're all real bitey. They all got bad attitudes. Yeah. Because they're all hungry. They're all thirsty. The sun is hot, beating down on them. They have no cell phone reception. So of course, like the Instagrammers are all upset. Um. Eventually, at sundown, a van shows up. Okay, like a big van. Okay. And there, g- there's uh this hostess lady who's like in the front of the van. And she comes out and she, you know, very apologetic, profusely apologizing, gives everybody sandwiches and water. And she's like super excited to greet them. She's so happy. She's like, oh, my God, they're so welcome to see you. We're so excited. Come on the bus. Have a sit. And so everybody just gets on. They eat their sandwiches. They, you know, sit down. They relax.
3: Welcome to the 75th annual Hiding
2: Games. (laughs) Um, Sorry,
1: I I I need to work in this echo yeah, at least once per okay. episode Once
2: per episode to yeah. make it worth it
1: I, Now that I know it's here, it's been here the whole time it, I gotta catch up Yeah I might do it again later
2: That's fine I can think of a few options where it would come up, so mm. don't worry Okay um, Okay, so Matt goes to the back of the bus Because she's again, leave me alone Yep But Buzz cut Ava just comes back and sits next to her. Because Buzzcut Ava just, I think, generally at this point, just like gets her vibe.
1: Yeah, yeah, She's like, yeah,
2: yeah, fuck off. I get that. (laughs) But also Buzzcut
1: Ava is a veteran, so has experience with people with PTSD. Because clearly Mac has PTSD about something. Exactly. And so she's
2: like, yeah, it's okay. I'll sit next to you quietly. Yeah, that's fine.
1: fine." That's fine. Uh, I feel like Buzzcut Ava is like, sitting in between also like to protect, so in case somebody tries to get too close. Yeah. Be like, hey, listen, let's not have an incident here. Because this one... This is this is going through some stuff.
2: <laughs> wild goose over here. Yeah. Um okay so Meanwhile nobody
1: gives a fuck about Legrand, the lost boy. <laughs> he's over in the corner just like, these mm, females <laughs> with their jobs. <laughs> So, um, I wonder if they've. I wonder if they've been reliant with the IRS. If they've been been
2: truthful. Why I'm are gonna, you doing I'm a Conan gonna, O'Brien I'm voice? I'm going to report.
1: I'm going to report the Instagram models to the so, IRS. So
2: everyone on the bus falls asleep as they're driving because okay. it's a long drive. They all yeah. fall asleep,
1: or maybe they've been secretly gassed.
2: So while they're all asleep, the hostess lady, um, she's walking up and down the aisles silently, and she's touching everyone's forehead. She's like going up to each person and touching their forehead gently with her thumb. It could look like to an outside observer, maybe she's blessing them. Maybe. Or she's just like touching their foreheads to see that they're asleep or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but it's... But we, how do we know this? Uh, we are told this by uh, just the book by itself. By
1: the omniscient narrator. Yeah, exactly. Omn- Not by Mac.
2: Max is asleep, dude.
1: That's crazy <laughs> that Mac would be asleep and that someone could touch her on the forehead and she wouldn't react. Yeah, I just want to throw out that's weird.
2: Yeah. Okay. So while they're while they're asleep, um, again, the narrator is going to introduce us to the other competitors. Okay, so Jaden, his name's Jaden. He's the CrossFit guy. Okay. He had sat next to Pretty Ava, the Instagram model. So you did call that because yeah. they are the same. They're the same person. The same person. Yeah. Different font. Um, Ian is the writer. Who fell asleep with his notebook on his lap. Brandon, who Like works, a cliche. Brandon works at the gas station. Okay. And he is like a golden retriever. Like he's just so fucking happy. Brandon to
1: be there. or Brendan? Brandon. Yep.
2: Brandon, he's the guy Brandon's, from Idaho.
1: Brendan's a little spicy. Brandon's?
2: Not spicy. Not spicy. Vanilla yeah um,
1: we probably have a patreon name somebody I'm like mm, gonna go ahead and <laughs> knock out I'm not paying them the three dollars right,
2: so the next guy the guy sitting next to him, yeah, his name is atreus, and I'm going to keep pronouncing this wrong i am uh, apologize yeah in advance atreus um he is the um, the person who does the tags like ba- banksy
1: yeah graphic uh uh, t- uh Spray paint artist.
2: Spray paint guy. Okay, yeah. so that's Atreus. His real name is oh, Kyle Vandal. His real name is Kyle. Oh, his real name's Kyle, but he goes by Atreus. All right. Well, now I hate him. Yeah. Okay. Um. There is Christian, who I believe. Wait, let me see something. I think Christian is the solar panel salesman.
1: Yeah, that makes that tracks.
2: Um. And he is super excited about being on this whole thing because he wants to use it as an opportunity to network and find new contacts. So I think that explains everything. I I feel like
1: he's that means that he's like a 27 and in sales. Uh, Do you know what I mean? Because like that 27 in sales is right at that age where you want like you're like shit or get off the pot. So you really want to be good at your job. Or you have come to the realization that you they're all the, the same.
2: You want to get the hell out. Or,
1: or just that they're all the same and it doesn't matter how hard you work because you're going to be stuck in the same exact spot. Yeah. And working really hard is just going to make you your boss. And why would you want to be that? Gross.
2: So anyway, the YouTube prankster's name is Sydney. And she sat next to the app developer whose name is Logan. Okay. okay. Rebecca fell asleep clutching her EpiPen. She wants to win the $50,000 to get money to get a new boob job.
1: Okay. I feel like the foreshadowing of the EpiPen.
2: Well, yeah, it it does come up that she has like severe food allergies. Okay. And so like she was just like clutching it because she was afraid of those sandwiches. Okay. Um, Rosie is hoping to win the money to invest in her jewelry company. So she's the jewelry maker. Isabel wants to meet the Ox executive team because she wants a job and is tired of being a fucking intern.
1: Gotcha. Okay, So that's everybody. Wait, is she an intern at Ox? No, she's okay. just an
2: intern. But like she thinks that like this could be your opportunity to meet somebody from Ox Sports and then get a real job with a salary. Gotcha. So they all wake up hours later. We're assuming hours later, actually. Okay. Um, the bus is stopped and everybody kind of, you know, that feeling when like the car stops so you wake up. Yeah. So everybody like thinks they're like, oh, the bus stop. They all just that like, oh, coming awake thing. Um, and that, they think that's why, but actually they were, they've been asleep on the bus for a while. It's been parked, which is something we need to know. Okay. Um, because while the bus was parked, people, strange, strangers, stranger dangers were getting on and off of the bus. They came on quietly and reviewed all the name tags, checked IDs, looked through the belongings, checked for weapons. Um, they never woke up anyone and they never left a trace that they were there. But they okay. all kind of came on the bus and then got off before they woke up. Okay. Um, when they wake up, everybody, of course, um, grabs for their phones <laughs> to check their phones. And there's no service. And they all are whining about how there's no service because they want to check their social media or their email or their LinkedIn or et cetera, et cetera. And somebody brings up that like you can't post anything anyway because we all signed that thick ass NDA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're like, they start talking about the NDA. Like s- the people in the bus start talking about it. Everyone except for Shaved Head Ava, because Shaved Head Ava is fucking pissed and she's fucking suspicious because she has stayed awake for a week before while in different countries uh, during war. And she has never fallen asleep on a fucking bus ride ever, especially when she is in an uncomfortable situation. Yeah. So she's immediately suspicious and she goes digging in her bag to try to find the water bottles that they were given because she immediately suspects they were drugged to go to sleep. Um, and all the water bo- bottles are gone. So like when those strangers came in, they must have taken off the trash from the, the sandwiches and the water bottles. Yeah. And so her right away, she is in like alert red flag. Yeah. Buzzcut Ava is on alert. Okay, she is doesn't like that this happened. Um, nobody knows where they are. <laughs> so they're all kind of like, where are we at? Yeah. And the hostess lady is back. Uh, her name's Linda. She introduced herself. Her name's Linda. 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 Hello. Hello. No, she's she's an older Linda, older lady. Hello, um, I'm Linda. She's described as wearing like a pale turquoise two-piece dress suits with light bright red lipstick that's kind of like going into the lines of her lips and you know, like a very kind of like old southern style woman. Mm. Like that's how she's described. Hello, y'all. I'm Linda. Yeah. Um, and she welcomes to the y'all town. Y'all ever been
1: hunted for sport at a racist amusement
2: park before? <laughs> she welcomes them all to the town of Asteron. Asteron? I'ma spell it. A S T E R I O N. Asteron. Asterion. Asterion? Asterion? I just said Asteron in my head.
1: That's fine. Yeah, but I-O-N um, is Eon. Sure. So uh, that's fine. You know, you call whatever you want. Um, I'm I'm already checked out emotionally.
2: <laughs> they let them all off the bus um, because they're parked outside of a diner. And so they're all going to go in and eat. Yeah. And Linda makes it clear, like, order whatever the fuck you want. We're going to pay for everything.
1: Because it's your last meal um, and before she hands- the game. <laughs> <laughs>
2: she hands them these big binders. Of information. Like they each get like a big ass binder of okay. information that they gotta read through. Um and I did actually speaking of the EpiPen gal, I wanted to read you something from the book because I thought it was so funny. Please tell me I remember to highlight it. Um so they're like talking about the food, and Rebecca, she's our actress that had the EpiPen. Yeah. And she's like talking to the guy who's taking their order, who's also, I think, the line cook at this diner. And she's like, no, like I have really bad food allergies. Um, And she's like trying to explain it to him. And she she's really polite. Like it's described as like she's overly polite about this. But the man waves his hand dismissively. And this is the actual quote. Uh, imaginary. Your generation, honestly, in my day, you know how many kids were allergic to peanuts? None. Now everyone is so sensitive. Sensitive to this, sensitive to that. Grow a pair and learn how to eat like an adult. <laughs> Rebecca keeps smiling um, and she's like, hey, like I could literally die if I eat tree nuts or shellfish um, or if anything comes into contact with them. And he goes, and yet here you are, still not dead. <laughs> And, Jesus. and Linda is like, "Gary, Gary, we know about Rebecca's allergies. Please make a separate breakfast we had requested. Remember I sent it forward?" Um also Gary gets into a fight with shaved-head Ava because he's like, "You know, are you a boy or a girl?" And she's like, "I don't have to tell you shit about me." And he's like, "You don't know what I've been through. I'm a veteran." And she's like, "So my bet." Like she's very aggressive. But there's like this diner fight with this guy Gary yeah. that I emotionally was like deeply invested in cuz as someone with a food allergy. <laughs> yeah. I have made, I have dealt and with a Gary. And we used to
1: we also used to live next to a veteran named Gary. Yeah, he was who had a, had a he had a marijuana tattoo. He was the greatest person. of a joint smoking a joint that he yeah. got in Tijuana.
2: He was the coolest dude we ever lived next to for sure.
1: He really was.
2: Um so I just had to read you that cuz it was yeah. a personal part of the book. where I was like, yeah, fuck this dude. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um but also at the same time having worked in restaurants you're also like allergies are so annoying you're like you're like yeah i could die you're like i probably shouldn't kill them shut up i know
2: know. but that no i only i
1: get paid the same whether or not you live or die
2: (laughs) which is nothing when the check comes in it's zero yeah um so they all eat mac orders a huge breakfast of course and so does um shaved head ava yeah they're both like listen carb load. five pancakes six pieces of bacon sausage eggs all of it load like the ron, like ron swanson yep. like all the eggs in the restaurant um after breakfast they're put back on the van and driven to a new location okay this place they get to is like they pull up and it's like this gorgeous victorian house okay. gorge They get in, they like walk in and they realize that they're at like a beautiful spa. It's like black marble floors, white walls, white furniture, silver mirrored tables, like gorgeous spa. Okay. And they all are, they're separated into ladies and gents because like they have separate spas, kind of like the Russian spas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... They get, they go in and they have these big baths, like the hot steam baths and like the Turkish spas with the sprays and all that. Mm-hmm. So they all kind of just go in for a nice soak. They're like, hell yeah, dude. Okay.
1: So they had um, a real big breakfast. Yep. Big now break- they're having a big soak. A big soak. Okay.
2: Um, except for LeGrand, our lost boy. He sits outside of the door and doesn't go in. He doesn't want to.
1: Because he's an incel who's afraid to be naked. He doesn't want
2: to take a shirt off. He's a pop never that nude. Shirt he Never does, nude. He doesn't want to take that shirt off. Nope. Um, they,
1: I don't trust this insult vampire. I they, just wanted to throw that out there.
2: They can have cold... Sh- they can have, you know, the hot showers, the cold showers, body scrubs, massages. And so, you know, a lot of them are doing it. They're getting the massages and they're getting the, the salt scrubs and they're all, like, yeah. living it up. Um, Mac decides that she's not... She's taking the soak. She's sitting there. She's taking her nice hot soak to relax. But she's not doing anything else because she, in her mind... Doesn't want any any scented oils on her skin.
3: Okay,
1: okay? so yeah. Mac
2: immediately is like, "I don't want to smell like nothing."
1: Yeah, yeah, Get the yeah. The fuck yeah. out of here. Hide and seek.
2: Hide and seek, bitches. Like Mac yeah, yeah. is like Mac's like day I'm winning. One.
1: I'm winning $50, Mac is like
2: day one. Fuck you. I'm not your friend. I, you're not putting that on me. You six pancakes. <laughs> okay, like this. Yeah. Mac is in it to win it. Um, I like that
1: they chose that for the main character. Someone competent.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I do like that they chose yeah. someone
1: competent because every other book you've read me so far idiots every single one of them been fucking morons
2: I don't think that's true I feel like the one with the mermaids there was a lot of smart scientists just mixed in with some of the not smart scientists no
1: they weren't the main character
2: oh okay so in the mermaid one
1: the main character was like my sister was murdered on your mermaid boat (laughs) oh yeah I'll do it I'll do the exact same thing my sister did for revenge
2: On the mermaids. Yeah. Um, so they get back in the van, and they're driven to the Amazement Park. That's the name. Amazement Park.
1: The Amazement Park?
2: Uh-huh, that's the name What's of it.
1: What's amazing about it, that they allowed race mixing?
2: Okay. The Amazement Park. And they're sitting at the van. They're they're all still in this van, and they're looking at the, the park in front of them. Okay? okay. They're not being let out, though. And Linda is just explaining the rules. Okay? She's like, when we go in there, we're gonna drive directly to base camp. So they've set up a base camp in kind of the middle area. And when we get to base camp, you can only use base camp from sundown to sun up. So it's for nights only to sleep and eat, shower. That's it. Once the sun comes up, you need to be out of there or you're disqualified. So okay. you have to go hide in the park because it's hide and seek yeah okay um there are no free spaces there are no timeouts if the sun is up the game is on okay okay
1: well at least at least they have a sundown policy
2: yep god damn it so the thing that's like a little unnerving is the bus driver won't let them out of the bus until sundown because they don't want to give them any opportunity to see the layout Oh, you know what I mean? Because yeah. then they'll be able to look around and like walk through a little, and they're like, "No, it's we're not leaving this van until it gets dark, and we're gonna drive up there, and then you won't know until tomorrow what you're looking at." Okay, so no one gets an advantage to see the layout. Okay, so sun goes down, they drive into the park. Um, when the sun goes down,
1: on my side of town.
2: During this part, it starts to get heavily implied through the discussions with Linda um, and some of the people that. There's cameras set up throughout the park. Okay. And so people are like, wait, is this a reality show? And they're like, well, there was all this part in the NDA and contracts we signed that said that like any footage that's being used like is their property. So it's it's starting to occur to them that like, Oh, this is being filmed. Wait, did these
1: fucking idiots mm-hmm. think that they were going to be driven out to a racist amusement park and sign NDAs and be chased around for $50,000 and it wouldn't be put somewhere on either television or the dark web? Yep. This feels very dark webby, by the way. Oh. This feels very much like this is being played on like a Russian server for <laughs> a group of people who can bet on it via NFT
2: so they get to the place okay. in the middle and there's a whole buffet of food out lots and lots of food out again and mac fills up her backpack with lots of protein bars and she drinks a bunch of water so like they've got bunches of bottles of water out and she drinks like five She just like twists the cap chugs it crunches it twists the cap chugs it crunches it five bottles of water because in her mind she's not drinking any water tomorrow OK, yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. when she's
2: out in that park, she's not fucking peeing. You hear me? Other people are like, oh, we're going to have a drink and I'll take about a b- water bottle of water with me out into the park. And Mac's like, nah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so Linda w- is witnessing Mac and she's like, you don't have to hoard anything. We're going to replenish the food every day. Um, but Mac doesn't care because Mac uh, understands food insecurity. So she's like, fucking give me all the protein bars. Um, and Linda states that she's going to stay with them for the first night to watch guard and make sure basically that they don't sneak out and try to go like,
1: do they say who's hunting them yet?
2: No, okay. I-, I didn't get there yet. Okay. I'm just okay.
1: asking. I was asking. because So, all...
2: feels it um, feels important. So Linda is like, listen, I'm going to be here the first night to make sure that nobody goes out and tries to uh, like figure out the landscape. Yeah. But after tonight you all have to self-regulate. And like y- you know how people are in a reality show. They're going to self-regulate um, to make sure that no one out- goes out and tries to figure out all the best hiding spots during the night. Yeah. Um. So... Yeah, during all of this, it's like... Okay, so a- after they're in the house... And it starts, like, very much having that reality TV thing where, like, people are getting to know each other. Maybe they're wrestling each other's feathers. A lot of big personalities. Yeah. Uh, some little cliques are forming.
1: Starting to partner up and form alliances. Yeah. I ain't here to make friends.
2: Yeah, exactly. So during that, um, the, what's his name? The CrossFit guy, Jaden. He makes a joke. And he's like, he's, like, joking with everybody. And he's, like, screaming, like, come out, come out wherever you are and because again hide and seek and the thing is is that again mac goes into like a frozen state of emergency and a cold shock and from her perspective which is what we're reading she just sees a huge knife sliding against the side of a wall like just you're just looking at somebody pushing in the knife against the side of a wall okay and then the scene cuts right so it's a little weird A a little weird um the next morning they wake up, everybody's super pumped. Linda tells them that there is a bonus hidden in the park, a leather bound book. And whoever finds the leather bound book gets a bonus. She okay. doesn't say what it is. Yeah, She doesn't say what's on the book, like anything. She's just like, listen, anybody who finds this leather bound book, we hid it in the park. You get a bonus. We don't know what it is. But then people are kind of talking about it. Mac uh, is like, I don't give a fuck about that book. I'm not going to be worrying about no damn book. Okay. Everybody else is worried about the book. Mac doesn't give a shit about this book.
1: Day one's about hiding.
2: Hiding. So sun comes up.
1: Mac was like, you explained to me that the rules are to hide.
2: (laughs) And and that's what I shall do. Uh, Everybody scatters and runs in different directions. Um, Mac runs for a while, but is like trying to remember the direction she's going in so that she can find her path back. So she's like taking her time, but like still going as fast as possible. So, uh let's see i'm trying to remember she okay so she comes up upon a section of the park where you would like play games like you know where you like throw the rings on the bottles or yeah, pick yeah, up yeah. the little ducks so the carnival game the carnival game so yeah. she gets to, like the carnival game section and she finds one that has like the the like, they all kind of look like they have a tent structure but they're not really tents. So she climbs up on top of one of them and is like on the roof. It's like, it's like kind of dipping because it's kind of tent, kind of structural, Yeah, but it's not breaking. So she just hides on top of the roof because she can like theoretically peer over the edge, but she, it's because it's dented. She kind of slides down into it and you can't see her if you're walking by. Gotcha. So she goes and hides up there um, and she just lays in the middle of it and she doesn't fall asleep. She just never moves. She just kind of stays like kind of like a meditation meditative state. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like she doesn't want to fall asleep and not be aware of what's happening. Um,
1: but kind of the way like an iguana or like a chameleon would just kind yeah. of blend in with just stay yeah. still. Me on the
2: beach. Just lay there.
1: Yeah. Yep. OK.
2: So hours into hiding there, she hears uh, the padding of feet. She hears some some walking towards her uh, immediately. She's like, it doesn't sound human, though. And so now she's like, oh, do they have dogs? Right fuck, they have dogs um because we're we're starting to understand that like the if they're hiding the seekers the people that are seeking them are people from ox entertainment, and now she's concerned that these people have dogs with them, which is like again f- okay, but like she didn't realize it was gonna be dogs, yeah, um and she feels like it's fucking cheating to be honest <laughs> um
1: yeah, but she but she didn't use any of the scented soap yeah she used
2: the scented soap, so she's, she's smart. Good. um but the other thing that like she hears, but she doesn't process or like swallow is that when she's hearing it, it doesn't sound like a dog with four legs. It sounds like two legs. She's like, well, like she brushes it off. She like brushes so it off.
1: It's like the clicking of dog nails almost. And like the padding The padding. Yeah. Okay. Um, I got you
2: now. Everybody else is hiding in other places. So nobody has really like created real clicks yet. Um, so somebody's hanging, uh, hiding in the carousel. Somebody climbed up the roller coaster track. Somebody's hiding in the fun house. Um, that person has a fear of clowns. That's so pretty funny with the way they explained it. Um, now during this, Isabel, oh, I don't remember who Isabel is. Um, I feel like she's the intern. I think Isabel's the. Intern. I think she. I think she is. Okay, so Isabel, I don't lose my spot. So. Isabel decides that she doesn't want to deal with this anymore so she kind of like she's just
1: done yeah like this sucks
2: she's like i fucking hate this um she had it's really hot out she has to pee she thinks the whole thing is bullshit so she leaves her hiding spot she's like fuck this where are the producers where are the people running this i'm done right yeah she immediately gets lost (laughs) so like okay she's in the big amusement park she gets lost immediately and she cannot find her way back to the base camp um so she sits on the ground kind of like an upset kid um and like in her mind she figures like there's cameras everywhere they're filming this so yeah and also
1: also she's like i don't care anymore so if somebody finds me then i'm out then I'm then i'm done it's fine come on mr beast come out here and find me yeah
2: so she's like yeah the Stupidest producers
1: youtube show ever
2: so the producers or mr beast will show up and she hears someone behind her and she's like finally thank you thank god you found me end of scene right um the sun sets and when the sun goes down mac climbs down from her hiding spot uh she walks a little bit away from there and then like has a very big pee. <laughs> you know, like the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been holding it for over eight hours, pee. Big pee. And then as she's peeing, she realizes there's a beacon of light uh, being shot up in the air, kind of like when you're down the shore and there's like one yeah, of those yeah. lights. Um, and it's coming from the main lodging area. So the base camp. To help, yeah, to help yeah. people find their way back to the that base makes, camp. That makes sense. That's nice. So she's like, all right, cool. So she starts walking and it takes her an hour to get back to it, even with the beacon, because she gets lost. She can't find her way. It's dark. Also, she had got run pretty far away to get away from the base camp. Um, When she gets back, she drinks lots of water again, takes a hot shower. Everybody's returning and they're pissed off. They're all like sunburned, cranky, bug bitten. Like everybody's upset. Except for Brandon, who's like, guys, this is so wild. I've never stayed in one still for so long. Like, Brandon is just so yeah. fucking happy, dude. Yeah,
1: because he's a gas station attendant. Yeah. This he's is just the like, of his life. This is
2: his vacation. So he's like, this is great. Yo, I'm having the best time.
1: Honestly, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> no.
2: Um, so basically, like everybody's back. We're eating. We're peeing. We're changing clothes. We're bitching and complaining. Um, it's called
1: kvetching.
2: Kvetching, yep. And so three people haven't come back yet. Logan the app guy, Isabella and uh Atrius Kyle, <laughs> just Kyle.
1: Oh yeah, the graffiti the guy. The graffiti guy. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Um Linda's there though and she's like lets them know that okay, so Linda's at the base camp and she's gonna she's still like talking about rules and stuff and she lets them know that every day two people are going to be found. Like so the seekers are going to go out and they're going to find two people And those two people will be removed from the game because they lost. Um, And they're like, oh, do they get to come back to base camp? So we say goodbye to them. And they're like, no, because we don't want them to give you any hints or anything. So once the two people are found, we're actually just going to go. And then when I was reading it, I was like, well, once you find the two people, like, why can't they all just come back to base camp? They have to pee. But that wasn't explained. And so I was like, that's a bummer for them. Um,
1: But they're definitely going to find two every day, even though today we found three.
2: Yeah. So, Isabe- So then Linda announces that Isabella and Logan were found. So, the app developer and Isabella, the intern, were both found. Um, she says that Atreus is still on his way back to base camp. And they're like, everybody kind of gets upset because they're like, we don't think he's actually uh, coming back to base camp. We think he's just scouting out the area, you know?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: This um, motherfucker's cheating. He's cheating. So the YouTube girl, uh, the prank girl, she's upset because she wanted to bond with Logan because they, wanted to, they were talking on the bus about building out an app together and creating a prank channel app. Like this whole very YouTuber conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And uh, so she's upset, but whatever. Um, next morning, Mac wakes up super early. She is ready. This time she grabs a blanket because she is like, I was so hot yesterday <laughs> laying on that roof that I want to bring a blanket with me so I can cover my body so I don't get sunburned again. Um, Jaden, that's the CrossFit guy, starts yelling at her that she shouldn't be allowed to use uh, props or anything. Like, you can't take anything extra with you. And the jewelry girl, her name is Rosie, was like, we've all been listening to rules and I haven't heard any rules against taking a blanket. Right? Like, so, internal arguing about rules is already starting. Um. The argument ends when people see Atreus, Kyle, uh, in the house. And they're like, where were you last night? And he's like, oh, I was out exploring. And they're like, that's against the rules. You were cheating. So everyone's just like declaring that everybody's cheating. Um, Atreus doesn't give a fuck, though. And it's in this moment that Mac really likes his energy. She's like, I like that.
3: Okay. Yeah, <laughs> like,
2: yeah, He's like, I don't give a fuck if you're mad. I'm doing whatever I want. Um, and she's like, respect. Uh-huh. Uh, real recognizes real. So and she starts talking to Atreus about like what he saw while he was walking out there and she he was like here's he's like listen i was just out there doing my art you know cuz he like was tagging stuff or whatever and she was like, oh. Where did he get spray paint from? I, I don't know how he got spray painted. in. Okay. And another question left unanswered. And he's like describing it that he does it for the love of the game. Also, it's a maze. And she's like, what do you mean your art is a maze? But then she's like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Like immediately she's like, I don't want to talk to you because you're yeah, describing yeah, yeah. this as your art is a maze. Um, so they all head back into the park.
1: Oh, wait. I just got it.
2: So they all head back into the park. And... Buzzed. Ava and Mac are becoming friendly, in the way that like two cats being introduced into the same house are friendly.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know,
2: like we're suspicious. Yeah, we're side eyeing each other. Some fucky
3: here. But
2: at the same time, we both understand the sunspot is the coolest. Yeah. Um. Now here's the thing, Ava has not been sleeping.
1: Hold on, real quick. Go ahead. Uh, time out. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to write down. On the back of this paper, uh-huh. what I think this whole thing is. Okay, go ahead. And at the end of this whole thing, I will then premiere it to you. Okay, great. But I'm writing it down now. Okay. I don't want to ruin it. Yeah, okay. But I have an idea okay. of w- of what this is. That makes sense. All right.
2: Um. So... And you made me lose my thought. Okay, um, blah blah. Okay, so Ava has not been sleeping this whole time. Mm -hmm. Like everybody's like, come home, gone to bed, because like she was so freaked out by the bus that she still just doesn't trust anybody, and also she just like doesn't like sleeping in a room with all these people. So she hasn't been sleeping, and she's going a little cuckoo, right? And Mac is like, listen, I'm not saying you have to trust me, but like, do you feel safe enough near me? And Ava's like, yeah, like kind of. So Max, like, listen, I'm going to go back to the same hiding spot I was at yesterday. Come with me. You can sleep while we hide. I'll make sure nothing happens. You can just go to fucking sleep. So they're like, they agree to these terms. Okay. And they walk together to the place where she hid yesterday, which is like with the, the, game, the carnival games. So they climb up there. Um, they get in there. They, they both get under the blanket so they don't get to sunburn. And Ava does go to sleep okay um so then we switch to Grand's perspective for okay. a brief moment the lost boy um but and he's like he's thinking about how he hates hiding alone because he doesn't like being alone with his thoughts and he's not terrified of the game he's just terrified in general and
1: because he's a vampire and so <laughs>
2: He's thinking a lot about how he misses his sister.
1: <laughs> Gross. Okay.
2: <laughs> no, he misses his sister who he loves and she's very sick. And oh. he's worried about her because he's not there to take care of her. Okay. Um, And he's worried since because since he was removed from the compound and there's no one there to take care of her or blow her bubbles or take her places besides her bed, um, but he used to get in trouble for doing that, and the prophet always got mad. And she must really think he abandoned her, but he hasn't. He did. He hasn't abandoned her in his heart. But she must be really scared. But and he's scared too.
1: What the fuck?
2: Yeah. So Brandon is hiding in the love tunnel. Brandon's the CrossFit guy.
3: Okay.
1: Oh no,
2: Brandon is the the happy gas station attendant. Yeah. And he's hiding in the love tunnel, and he's just so happy. He just he's just sitting there smiling. Just sitting alone, yeah. smiling for hours. I like hours. Brandon. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. just having the time of his life. And in quotes, he's just thinking about all the new friends he's made on this new adventure.
3: <laughs> he's just <laughs> That's having nice. a
2: time. Jaden is being weird. He's a CrossFit guy.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jaden's
2: being weird. Yeah. Um, he's following around other contestants. Oh. Like sneakily, sneakily following around, boot scooting around. Um, and he's hiding in places where they can't see him, but he can watch them. Um, he wanted to follow Mac today, but he's really afraid of a- Ava. And he saw they were walking together, so he didn't follow her because he's really intimidated by Ava. Okay. Um, and he doesn't—he didn't follow Atreus because he doesn't like them. I have a question. Yeah.
1: Um. Is do they all know that it's fifty thousand dollars? Yeah. Okay. So for all of them, it's fifty thousand dollars. Yep. There's not a single one where like, oh, I'm gonna get the cure to my. No, wife's everybody's thing.
2: gonna get fifty grand. The winner gets fifty grand. Okay,
1: but they all have the same goal. Yeah. Okay, I gotcha.
2: Um, so he doesn't follow Atrius because he doesn't like him, and he did find follow Sydney though. Okay. And so he's hiding close to where Sydney's hiding, so he can keep an eye on her.
1: What's which one was Sydney?
2: Oh. Yeah. I don't know. You should
1: have kept you should have notes on the side of this one. Oh,
2: I should have put notes on the side. I don't like it when you're right about something. Yeah,
1: I should have written them all out.
2: Oh, what? Wait, hold on. I'm trying to remember who Sid... Sydney is the prank YouTuber.
1: Okay, there ha- you go.
2: Okay. So, um, back to Mac. Um, oh my God, back to Mac. That's really funny. You wouldn't know what that is. But so Mac...
1: So what you're saying is we're returning to the we're ret- Mac.
2: We're tr- oh, returning to the Mac. Oh my God, so many things. No, Mac, the makeup company Mac. Yeah. You, if you like, use up six items from Mac, you can take the containers back to Mac, and then they recycle them and they give you a free lipstick. It's called the Back to Mac program. Mm. And then Return to the Mac is obviously one of the greatest uh, R and B songs of all time. So, gotcha. Obviously.
1: Well, real quick before yeah. we return to Mac. Yeah. I know Mac is holding her pee, but I can't. Okay. So we're gonna take just a quick little page turn oh, here. Oh, I see. And then when we come back, yep. you can tell me exactly what Mac is doing. Okay. All right. Okay. And we're back.
2: back. Okay, great. So Mac um is keeping watch while Ava's asleep. Okay. And she hears that padding walking sound again. Okay. Heavy breathing. Yeah. She hears the things. She hears a dog kind of like pawing at the ground. And from, like, where she can... Like, you know how... She, the acoustics. So, like, with the acoustics of where she is, it sounds like this dog is digging in the area where she peed yesterday.
3: Okay. okay? Like, going and, for the scent.
2: hmm And so, she is, like, hella grateful that she walked away from the original hiding spot. Because remember, I told you she walked a bit away. Um, but this thing pushes like it it's sniffing around and it pushes up against the side of the structure and like shakes the whole thing like kind of like a cat pushing up against something yeah um and in this moment mac is feeling really fucked up like she's feeling hunted like kind of like what you were saying yeah she's feeling like prey and ava who apparently has been awake for the last few minutes grabs her hand and holds her so neither of them move right and at that moment, they hear the loud sound of metal being slammed. Like somebody like just slamming metal really loudly. And a woman scream. And whatever was, whatever was making that noise runs towards the scream. And they both take a deep breath. Um, Mac is like reminding themselves that this fucking game, nothing is going to happen. It's just a fucking game, right? Yeah. Um, cut to Sydney the YouTube prank artist. It's yeah. an, she's it's an artist. She's an artist. Okay. Um, <laughs> I made that up. But Sydney's screaming, you son of a bitch at Jaden, who is running away from her and back into the woods, because it's clear that Jaden has gotten a metal pipe and was slamming it on the um, ride that Sydney was hiding in.
1: Oh, to like give her away.
2: Yeah. So Sydney is now trying to climb down from her hiding spot she kind of gets caught in a tree, and once she finds her footing, she realizes that she's been found, and it's end of scene, right? Like yeah. So she's out. Um, they get back to the main area, Mac and Eva, I'm back, I'm back with Mac and Eva. and they get back to the main area, and Linda's there, of course, and Linda lets them know that both Sydney and Rosie were found and therefore removed from the game. Which one was fucking Rosie? Rosie was the jewelry designer. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's a very likable character, actually. It's just, I don't have a lot of time to get into all the deep dives of each character. No, that's fine. That's fine. Um, but it was like, it was a bummer that Rose... I was like, man, I was hoping Rosie would make it. She had cool jewelry. Okay. Because they described her but, jewelry a lot. <laughs>
1: but can't only one of them win?
2: Only one of them can win.
1: Then Rosie can't make it. We're okay. rooting for Mac. I
2: know. This is a Mac household. Yeah. Because
1: um, Mac doesn't have one. <laughs> what the fuck? What? It's so, true.
2: So, people um they're there they're eating they're showering they're decompressing blah 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 and brandon our happy golden retriever from idaho builds a fire in the pavilion so like there's kind of like this feels like summer camp like there's like a pavilion kind of with an outdoor fire area but it's still within their their sleeping area Gotcha. i don't know i i know what it looks like in my mind because i went to girl scout camp one year and i was like i know what they mean by this pavilion with the fire Yeah 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 um Fun fact, the only reason I got to go to summer camp is because I sold all the cookies and I didn't cash them in. I sold all the cookies and saved the points and I paid for myself to go to summer camp. And then a bummer fact about summer camp, it was not fun. Also, it's when I got my first period at Girl Scout camp.
1: Okay. Well, I feel like you've... uh... Sold
2: too much. (laughs) so yeah um I don't care and so wait okay what happened so they're building the it's, fight. it's
1: crazy that you'll share that but you're like don't ever say my name <laughs> <laughs> like our listeners know when you've had your first period they was don't that know go- what
2: year it was they don't know what camp I was at yeah they just know I had a terrible experience at Girl Scout camp that I paid for in cookies yeah <laughs> that I can't eat yeah <laughs> Now you
1: can't eat. You could eat them back. Yeah, I could eat
2: them back. I probably ate so many of them back then. That's I probably like, what I can't, gave it to yeah. you. Um, so then Jaden suggested they like play with it. So we're, a we're,
1: game. At, we're at four now, right? We're five. Five? I, I
2: think, think we're, we're at four. Five. We're at four. We're, I don't know. We got two Avas. We got a Mac. We got a Jaden. We got a Brandon. Um, no, I'm
1: saying People who got knocked out.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. We got four that four, are knocked four four knocked out. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. So I there's were, ten left. I thought you were talking about the contestants that are left.
1: Yeah, no, no. I okay. mean, I meant gone. I mean, Go we got them we, bye we've they're over. They're done.
2: Um,
1: like segregation at this oh, amusement park. Jesus they're finished.
2: <laughs> so it's just uh, weird
1: that they would even make it a thing. Like they could the amusement. It's it's set today, right?
2: Yeah. We're so the amusement
1: park could have been abandoned in the 70s. They could have just made the amusement park after segregation. Mm. It's a choice by the writer yeah. to open with segregation.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. All right. Um, okay, so... They're... Oh, I just... You, you made me lose my thought again.
1: Oh, I, I apologize.
2: I, okay, they're building the fire. Brandon's building the fire. Okay. And then everybody's, like, suggesting, like, should we do it? play games, like, card games or a spooky story? And... Uh, what's it called Jaden CrossFit guy is like listen
1: nobody likes Jaden
2: nobody likes Jaden he's like we should do we should do cool stories kind of spookier stories uh-huh. and he's like have you guys ever heard of the hide-and-seek massacre and they're like what are you fucking talking about and he's like my ex-girlfriend was obsessed with true crime podcasts and she told me this one He's like, she would just tell me everything she heard this, on the podcast.
1: This feels very meta right now. <laughs> I know. I just want you to know. I just this. need
2: you to know that Jaden said that his girlfriend would tell him every, tell him everything she heard on these podcasts. And I said, wait a minute. Hold on.
1: You just you just opened up a whole new field in our brains. <laughs> so So the hide and seek massacre.
2: Um so yeah, he's like, Yeah, I'm gonna tell you guys the story of the hide and seek massacre. And in this moment, Mac freezes again, out of body experience. Um and pretty Ava is like, You're making that up. There's not that never happened. Like that what a weird thing to make up. And LeGrand is like, What's a podcast? And everybody's like, what the fuck, LeBrand? Fu- Why are you oh, yeah. so weird? And so And
1: <laughs> I keep forgetting that we've now been explained to us that he is Kimmy Schmidt.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah that, that is the best way to describe it. Yeah, he's yeah. been
1: kept in a compound by uh-huh. some weird religious prophet yep. and was kicked out for giving his little sister cookies, it sounds like. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm, yep. Okay, yeah. Um, so he goes on to explain the story of the massacre. And he says, so there's this guy who has a wife and two daughters I... and a baby on the way. Hold on. No. Okay, I right. just
1: love the idea of, like, I've been like, bullshit, bullshit. And Legrand being like, what's a podcast? Everyone's like, fuck you, dude. Nobody <laughs> likes you, dude. What,
2: shut, what is wrong with dude, you, Dude, you're so fucking
1: weird, dude. <laughs> but, like, you could hear everyone doing it and just this one. What's a podcast? What are you, yeah. a
2: fucking time traveler, dude? Where are you from? Um, yeah, that's what happened. Um, Someone's like,
1: follow me on TikTok. He's like, why would I follow you on a clock?
2: What are you guys talking about?
1: They keep saying so, YouTube.
2: Um... There's a guy. He's got a wife, two daughters and a baby on the way. He cannot keep a job because he's got anger issues, a chip on his shoulder and a drinking problem. His in his most recent firing, uh he got fired again and it was the last straw for his wife. She's like, "Listen, I can't take this anymore. I'm leaving. I'm taking the kids and we're going to my parents' house." So they leave. Um a little while later, He invites the whole family back to his house because he wants to celebrate that he has gotten a new job and he's changing his ways, the whole thing. Um, They're sitting in the family room and he tells his daughters that they're going to go play hide and seek. And so he tells them, go hide. And this is not abnormal. The little girls played hide and seek with their family all the time. And so the two little girls did as they were told and went to hide. And once they're out of the room, he takes out a knife and slits the throat of his father-in-law, stabs his mother-in-law in the gut, and then his wife. The screaming made one of the daughters come out of hiding, and he kills his daughter. He then goes looking for the last daughter. Now, here's the thing: the mom wasn't dead. She had she was stabbed and all, but she was she crawled outside. She like tried to go get help. Um, she did die on the front stoop on the patio stairs. Um, the dad was looking for their child, so he didn't see this happening. Um, but he spent the whole night trying to find the other daughter. He does not find her a jogger passing by um, at sunrise, sees the dead woman on the stoop and calls the police. The police arrive. He kills himself before he can be taken. The police are on the scene for two hours before the little girl finally came out of her hiding spot. Everybody around the fire is like immediately grossed out. Like, why the fuck would you tell us that story? That's fucking awful. And Jaden says, I told you, so you would know how fucking insane it is that the lone side uh lone survivor of the hide and seek massacre is competing in a hide and seek tournament. Isn't that right, Mackenzie Black? And Mac gets up and like walks away and goes to bed because everybody is too stunned to speak. Yeah. Because this is Mac's true backstory yeah. of what happened to her family. The she describes that he only got a few details wrong. And the details that he got wrong were that his sister was hiding, but she was found. And not that like she heard anything and went running towards it. They were both hiding because they heard screams, right? Like she never went looking. Yeah. 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 Um, so she is terrified of hide and seek. She re- like again, and this goes back to that woman at the homeless shelter. She's like, why the fuck would you offer me this? Uh, Why would you bring this to me? Of all the people. Yeah. Why would you bring this to me of all the people? Yeah, 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 So uh, Matt goes to bed. She's like, fuck this. I'm out. I'm not explaining this to anybody. Because again, she doesn't want to be friends with these people anyway.
1: She's not here to make friends. She's not here to make friends. Yeah. Um, and also Jaden's the fucking worst. Jaden
2: is the worst.
1: I don't like Jaden.
2: You shouldn't like Jaden. He's I don't, the fucking I worst. Already, I
1: have a picture of him in my mind and I wanna. I'm gonna,
2: I don't want to speak too boldly, but I haven't met some any dude that's into CrossFit that I'm I'm really like that guy's cool.
1: I've never met anyone into CrossFit who didn't start it because of a breakup. That was their <laughs> fault.
3: Uh. It's always, it's always everyone
1: I've met who started, no one has ever been uh. like, oh, what's this thing called? CrossFit? Yeah, I'll give it a yeah. try. It's always been no, I can get her back.
2: Yeah. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every time. Yeah, sometimes that or like not wanting to dive into your emotions—it's a whole thing. So um I said what I said. The next morning, Ava and Mac go back out again. If to there's find-
1: anyone listening to this while doing chin-ups, <laughs> I want to let you know if right now—flipping
2: a tire right now.
1: Listen, if you're doing pull-ups on a bar, if you're doing
2: box jumps.
1: If you're doing pull-ups on a bar, you're doing them wrong, <laughs> and you're actually causing damage to your back.
2: You're going to get hurt.
1: Slow the fuck down. Oh, my God. Do them properly. Those
2: people are not properly trained to teach you how to do that stuff.
1: No, you're basically learning from a chiropractor. Ugh,
2: they're the <laughs> chiropractors of fitness? Yes. True. Okay, so next morning, Mac and Ava go out to find another hiding spot together. Um, they uh, I'm trying to think. Okay, so they actually go and find the bumper cars. And again, they're, they're following the same uh, strategy, if you will, is they're getting on the roof. They're going to climb up to the top of the bumper car's roof. And but, don't, of,
1: but don't stay near any piss.
2: Don't stay near any piss. Oh, also an important note is that Ava was, a, uh, Ava was in bed. She wasn't asleep, but she wasn't in the room because Ava doesn't like those people either. So Ava didn't hear the fire story. Ava doesn't know gotcha. about that. Um, Rebecca goes and hides in the carousel. When she gets there, Rebecca's the actress. When she gets there, she finds one of uh, Rosie's necklaces and a boot. And what looked like oil. But she also is like, is it blood? But it could be oil. And she starts freaking out because she's just like, why is there a boot? Like, I don't know how you got taken out of here. Why would your shoe still be here?
1: Yeah, how'd you get knocked out of a shoe?
2: So she freaks out and goes running out into the open, screaming for help. Again, assuming producers, assuming the Seekers are going to be there. And Ava and Mac uh, hear the screaming, because like where they are, they can hear the screaming. But it abruptly stops. And then they hear footsteps, and they look down, because they, they're kind of looking over their perch, and they see LeGrand, and he's running towards the screaming. Um, but that's really it. And then Sunset comes again, And they head back to camp. And when they get there, there is like five times the amount of food that's usually there. So like they put out a big spread every night, but this is like a huge spread. Okay, big spread of food.
3: Yeah, a big Um, lunch. A
2: big lunch. Um, Buzzed Ava confronts Jaden about suspecting him of setting people up. So like Ava this whole time doesn't like Jaden. Again, Ava went through actual military training so when she sees CrossFit, she's like, you, you want to talk to me about fucking push-ups? Yeah. Like, no.
1: <laughs> yeah. Nice vanity muscles there, bitch boy. <laughs>
2: so, um, she confronts him about suspecting that he's setting up people and he doesn't deny it. He's just like, all's fair in love and war.
3: I ain't here um, to make friends. Yeah,
2: I'm not here to make friends. And we find out within this conversation that he's been colluding with Pretty Ava to sabotage people. So, so Pretty Ava has created like a little little alliance with Jaden and they have been sabotaging people. Okay. Okay. Um
1: Never trust an Instagram bot. Now this model.
2: night, this night Atreus or Kyle, the <laughs> I just it's name is Kyle. I know
1: I know it's just so funny of Atrius or Kyle and
2: Kyle you know his mother said Kyle yeah um, his mother looked at a baby and was like Kyle um, Atrius and Rebecca got found and they did not come back okay also here's a fun fact Linda didn't come back this night
1: no Linda no
2: Linda she didn't show up to do the usual like this is who didn't make it
1: leap and Linda Linda
2: didn't show back up so now we're cutting to Linda's perspective because they're all like where the fuck's linda who didn't make it like we know rebecca's not here we we always just assume that kyle's out there spray painting or did he get found like what's going on so we cut to linda's perspective she is in a board meeting okay she's in a boardroom. there are people on a zoom call (laughs) so each of the people in the room or on the call are representatives of one of the families in quotes so there's families. They are discussing how this year's game is going. So one of the men complains that he feels like the, some of the families are doing more work than others. Linda's pissed because she's like, all you do is drive the fucking van. Like, I found the contestants, coordinated the invites, handled all the logistics, went into the park. What do you fucking do here, Dave? Like, kind of that kind of energy, right? So anyway, uh, we, that's all we really see is, like, them arguing in a boardroom about how the games are going. So we cut to Christian who I totally forgot about until I just saw his name. Um, he is the writer, right? Christian's yeah. the writer. So we cut to Christian um, and he's in the park looking for a hiding spot and he goes into the haunted house. So, like, it's like the ooky, spooky 1950s style haunted house. And he's like describing it as he walks through. But so he, while he's hiding in the haunted house, he finds. Um, the bound
3: Book. Oh. Yeah,
2: he finds the Leatherbound Book. So I highlighted some of the most important parts of the Leatherbound Book. And I'm going to go through them from the book because it's important to the storyline. So he's in the book, he's reading this because he's like in his hiding spot and he has this book, so he's like, I'm just going to read it. And he finds um, an inscription on the front and it says... She must have known I was against her, because she threw me in here with the beast. But she didn't know I had the book with me already. Maybe they are all in on it, though. I stay hidden for fear both of them and the beast. One and the same, really. It doesn't matter. I'm out of time to find a solution in these pages or to find an ending to this nightmare. I cannot stop it, and I will be consumed. I deserve it. We all do. I'm sorry. May you do what I could not. And if you are reading this, Linda, I hope you rot in hell. I'll be there waiting for you. Okay. Next page. Uh, July 5th, 1925. Oh, this is actually not a page. This is a piece of paper that was slipped in there. We only want our families to understand. We have lived through the great war. We fear the looming on the horizon we refuse to watch our children suffer and want and struggle and die the way we watched our brothers and sisters and parents if making this choice means we protect our town and children our blood our people and it ensures our line carries on stronger our name marching forward growing and building and becoming our dreams made real then we are satisfied that our sacrifice is worthwhile who wouldn't sacrifice for their children know this. We are making a deal and we do not know what the cost is but we will pay it and we will send out love to our down generations. We leave Hobart Keck as witness and in charge of administration. Individual notes from couples to follow. Please see that our children receive them and take care of our little ones as you would your own, knowing what we have done. Sincerely, Tommy and Mary Callis, George and Alice Pulsifer, Orville and Ethel Nicely, Willie and Ruth Stratton, Joel and Mary Young, Robert and Rose Harrell, and Samuel and Irene Fry. Uh, July 10th, 1925. We finished Tommy's temple last week. The gate this morning, built and placed and sealed and protected as detailed Tom, as detailed by Tommy's careful notes. Though I cannot see the sense in any of this, they, de- they designated me a witness, and I don't know why. They intended me to witness what? 14 desperate fools go into the woods and make themselves silly by chanting and spells july 14th 1925 well i've sent them into the forest and closed the gate behind them seven days they told me maybe they want a holiday away from their children easier ways to do that than creating an elaborate ceremony based on secret writings found in a burned out church in the middle of nowhere they took a cow with them why did they need to take a cow Tommy shook his head and told me not to think about it as they walked past, leading the cow. I can't think of anything else, though. What did they need the cow for? July 16th, 1925. There was a noise. I will call it a noise. And then pressure, unbearable pressure, that made me think I would faint or die. When it finally released, my ears were bleeding. July 17th. The gate is bothering me. It's just a gate. It's surrounded by trees. There's no fence it connects to. It's just a gate standing alone in the forest. Why is there just a gate? July 18th. This morning, as the sun crested the horizon, I heard screaming. I was about to run into the trees at the screams, but then I heard the laughing. I'm more scared of the laughing. I am a coward, but the laughing, I would not want to run towards laughter like that. July 22nd. If I had known what they were really asking me to do, the burden they were putting on me, the ghosts they were shackling me with, the horror they were leaving me to wade through, I would have told them no. I would have known that they were asking me to sacrifice right alongside themselves. July 25th, 1925. I found the cow, or whatever was left of her, rotting and putrid. The whole stomach blasted through her, for I don't understand why. It was worse than anything I'd ever imagined. The poor cow. What was the poor cow being used for? I vomited, embraced myself to see the fates of the 14 people. If this was the fate of the cow. Uh, The temple waited. I trembled. I shook. I am not ashamed to say I wept. But at last I set foot inside and found nothing. Or so I thought. It was empty. The floor was bare. Save the pattern tommy meticulously laid into the black and white stonework even though it was empty i felt no relief no release because of the smell and then i noticed it the gentle inhale and exhale the steady pace of a sleeping breath something was there and i could not see it something slept breathing deeply soft wet exhaustion my eyes insisted nothing was there but i could hear it i could smell it I ran then. I ran from the temple into the woods and then shut and locked the gate myself behind myself, haunted and hunted. Tommy and Mary and the rest were gone, but they had left something behind. I got one more. July 15th, 1932. It is awake. We were not prepared. We offered it a cow. It ate two men that were offering the cow, the Fry Brothers. Two a day for seven days, And in the end, we could not match them or pull them or drag them to it. For seven days, we tried to feed it. Seven years we have left to repair. We must prepare better. And then uh, it goes off and kind of says the same stuff over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Any thoughts?
1: I mean, I know what it is.
2: Okay. Okay. So Christian freaks out, though.
3: Yeah, because he reads this in the book.
2: Christian is hiding in a hell house. Yeah. uh, Where people are disappearing. Yeah, We know nothing about this character because he was so boring that I didn't even write notes about him. Um, so he goes, uh, freaks out. He hears a loud noise and he goes running back to camp, gets lost, um, makes it, ends up making it to like, because he gets lost trying to go back to base camp, but he ends up making it to the edge of the park, like the wall of the park, if you will. Yeah. And he sees that there are high towers, kind of like, there's like high towers and then fences, right? and he's like okay well i can climb the fence right (laughs) we'll climb the fence and get the fuck out of here and he goes to climb the fence and he gets zapped jurassic park style Mm. okay electric fences and so when he comes to he's like why the fuck are there electric fences here why would we need electric fences on a reality tv show right um so then he's like i'm just going to climb the tower because like the tower is like I guess climbable, the way they described it. So he starts climbing the tower and he sees there's a guard in the top of the tower. He sees him right before the guard shoots him.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so
2: he falls to the ground screaming. Ian had heard the gunshot and came running. Um, and the moment that Ian finds uh, Christian, they both get found and they're out of the game. Okay. Um, back at camp. Uh, Buzzcut Ava is trying to beat the shit out of Jaden. <laughs> Good. <laughs> she is. Bad. She's like, fuck you. Um, and other Ava, pretty Ava, is having this internal uh, dialogue about how bum she is that she picked an alliance with Jaden because she's like, I fucking hate this dude. I don't know why I decided to do this. She also kind of plays into how he's a lot like all of her ex-boyfriends. And she's like, I just don't know why I always partner myself with men like these. Um, so now we have Brandon, the Golden Retriever, Buzzed Ava, Mac, and Legrand forming an alliance. Okay. The main point of this alliance really is to protect themselves from Jaden.
1: Okay. Yeah. Because he's the biggest threat to, yeah. as far as they know.
2: Mm-hmm. So they're like, listen, we... Are going to try to get also, they want to get Jaden out of the game. So they're going to try to use Jaden's tactics against him and get him out of the game. So they all decide to go hide together and they find a lover's hideaway. So, like the romance ride. Um, Brandon suggests it because he had hidden there before. They all go and hide there except for LeGrant who climbs up a fucking tree to be alone. <laughs> so, there's that, Legrand. Not LeGrand. And Ava and Mac have like a little bonding session, if I remember correctly. And I think they kiss.
3: Oh.
1: So
2: romance. So that's our bisexual
1: scientist moment.
2: Well, they're not bisexual.
1: Well, we've never been proven that they are.
2: Okay. wow. Well, you hit the button, so they can't be now.
1: Okay. Wow. See what you did? See what you did? Lesbian veterans. Okay.
2: Mac opens up to Ava and tells her the truth, that she feels responsible for her sister's death that her sister had shown her the hiding spot weeks before and that she knew it was a great hiding spot. When her dad told him to go hide, she took Maddie, this is the sister's name, she took Maddie's good-ass spot and Maddie was banging on the door of the cabinet begging to be let in and Max wouldn't give up her spot. Eventually, her sister gave up and hid in a different place and that's when her dad found her and murdered her. Um, she heard everything so it was nearby. And so Mac feels like she stole her sister's life. Okay. And we're and then I'm like, you were eight, so
1: yeah, that's PTSD, bro. This, yeah, you
2: didn't. That's you were eight. It's your dad's the bad guy, not you, my dude. Yeah. Um. So. They're having like this very bonding moment where they're she's getting very honest about what's going on in her life. Mm-hmm. Um Brandon is like super bored cuz nobody's talking to him. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's uh he's just like, hmm, "What are you guys doing?" "Oh, you you're kissing?" "Uh, ah, Legrand's in a tree?" Ah, I got nothing." So Brandon's bored and kind of scared. So he goes outside and stands at the bottom of the tree where Legrand is hiding cuz and he's like talking up to him in the tree but like quietly. And we find out that Legrand has thirty-seven siblings and that he's been banished from his family. And Brandon is like, Well, that's a lot. And goes back into the yeah. <laughs> like walks back into the hiding spot. He's like, you know what? You have a good time up there. I'm gonna go.
1: Ah, oh, I feel bad for Brandon.
2: <laughs> Poor Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. No, stop it. On the other side of the amusement park, Jaden and Ava are looking for a hiding spot. Okay. Jaden says he's like i know it's a great place that's where we're going and they're so she's following him the whole time she's like god i fucking chose wrong i should have chose anybody else should have yeah. stayed with mac and cool ava
1: yeah you had another person with your same name no. you could have gone with
2: but uh, yeah
1: you pick you pick captain crossfit
2: that's what happens when you're not a girl's girl yeah you only go for the boys yeah don't she, be an
1: instagram butt model
2: no it's not i thought it's like it's that energy there's certain gals that like they make their boyfriends their whole lives, and mm. then when they get broken up with, then they call their girlfriends, but they yeah. disappear for like two years. It's yeah. very that. Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: I'm not used to anyone like that.
2: <laughs> um. So wait, where do I live off? Okay, so they're walk They're trudging to find a cool new high- a spot, and they get to one of those big swing sets. You know, like the big swing sets. The my favorite fucking ride. They're yeah, the yeah, best. that
1: goes really high up in the sky. Yeah,
2: there. yeah, they're coolest. Um. And it has like the big chains and then the chairs at the bottom of the chain. Yeah. So they get to this and it has it but all the um, chairs are rotted away. So it's mm. just the chains dangling down. And Ava's like, the fuck are we, where are we gonna hide here? Brandon, Mr. CrossFit, grabs one of the chains, climbs up it, climbs up the fucking chain like it's a rope and gets to the top of the thing and hides on the top. And then basically is like, go fuck yourself, Ava. Bye. And abandons her there. But, so she's like, The fuck? Like they had been walking for like an hour. She had no idea which way they came from. Yeah. But so yeah, he crossfits his way to the top of the ride, hides up there, and abandons her. And then she's like S O L, right? Okay. Um Sun's coming up and she is not excited. So she doesn't scream at him like fuck you because she doesn't want to draw attention. Yeah. Smart. But she does panic (laughs) because she realizes that. He turned on her the way that she knew he would. Um, So she decides to run towards camp. And as she's moving through the bushes, trying to find her way because she has no sense of direction. Also, she suspects that Jaden had been walking them in circles, like in like to like fuck up her directions. Um, She gets her period. And. (laughs) Okay. She really panics because she is not prepared for this. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Who would be? She's getting cramps. She's bleeding. Like, it's is bad. She is upset. Okay? Yeah.
1: And as far as she knows, they have dogs.
2: Yeah, there's dogs. Um. Now, Mac and Buzzed Ava are still in their hiding spot. Like, I didn't really describe it, but they're kind of like up in a wall, kind of. It's very strange the way it's described. But they can see out the wall because of the cracks, because the building is so old. And they see pretty Ava walking by. And she looks terrified. I, I'm walking. She's like fast walking and she's bleeding from her head and she's bleeding um, from other parts of her body. And she is screw. She looks like she's screaming, but there's no sound coming out. Right. Like she's okay. like in a state and what's her name? Mac is like going like feels like she wants to go. Like it looks like Mac's going to get down and go try to help her.
0: because yep. She
2: looks like she's like in such a state and buzzed Ava is like, listen, this could be a trap. This could be Jade and sending her out like a like a little trap. So don't maybe we don't go over there. Um, but Brandon and Mac are looking through the crack still. And buzzed Ava is like, listen, OK, I'll go check on her. You guys stay here. Um, so buzzed Ava runs out, <laughs> grabs a pipe on her way and is like, I'm going to go help her. Right. So she's standing across from pretty Ava. And they're, like, pretty far apart. Like, but they you can they know that they're, they're right across from each other. But there's still space in between them. And, and Buzz Ava's like, like, are you okay? Like, yelling at her. And Pretty Ava's not looking at her. She d- is not. She's looking up, but not at Buzz Ava in any way. And she's, like, that weird quiet scream where you're yelling so loud there's no more sound coming out.
1: Yeah, she's been screaming so hard her voice is going hoarse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And... All of a sudden, pretty Ava is picked up out of the air by nothing. And so, like, she just floats in the, into the sky and her whole body is ripped in half. And then her head disappears. And now her body is just floating in the air in two parts. And Buzzcut Ava, who's seen a lot of shit, is just like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Um, and as she's witnessing this, her whole body disappears in chunks. Like it's being eaten out of the sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ava, again, you know, being like, I want to help her, starts kind of trying to attack the nothingness with the pipe, but it doesn't work. Um, And she ends up running in the other direction um, to get away from what she's witnessing. And Brandon and Legrand and Mac are just kind of like, they see some of it, they hear some of it um but they don't see what happens to buzz cut Ava cuz she ran off into the trees. Okay. Um now Brandon and LeGrand and Mac, they all they all saw what was going on. And the thing is is that LeGrand and Mac are, are Le- LeGrand and Brandon are like shook about what they witnessed. Um and they're like clearly shocked and disturbed, blah, blah. And Mac has like this moment with the grand. Cause like, they're all just so fucking raw at this moment. And Mac is like, why are you here? Like, because he's so weird and he's acting so weird that Mac is like, what are you doing here? Like, yeah, it's clear you're not here for $50,000. Like, what are you doing here? And he explains that he was kicked out of his family compound And he ran away uh, because he had run away to try to get a doctor for his sick sister. But outside medicine is against the rules. So the prophet banished him from the compound. And um, Legrand asks Mac that if she wins or escapes the park, will she help his sister? And Mac says, okay, give me the details on where this compound is. What's your sister's name? And if I get the fuck out of here, I will go find her okay but from this point forward the agreement becomes between brandon mac and legrand but mostly brandon and mac that legrand is getting out that is the new goal of the game okay so they're like fuck Jaden." we don't know what happened to ava we just witnessed a horror show yeah and brandon and mac are both in this space where they're like we need to help legrand get the fuck out of here to help his sister yeah and that's all that fucking matters right now okay so that's the new goal of the game um so the three of them decide they have to go find Jaden because they're like we got to get him before he gets us okay because what we just witnessed happen to pretty ava is what's bound to happen to us if Jaden gets anywhere near us so Legrand's like listen i've been hiding in the trees i think i know where he's going Because he's been going to the same places. And legrand has been watching everybody. Because he's been like sneaky little lone boy. Yeah. Um, And he's like, I think he's at the swing set. So they all go over there. They're like, you know, they do the tree shuffle. We're like hiding in the tree line. That's like the whole thing. And Brandon climbs up the metal chain thing, which is like a whole feat. It's like a... Yeah, yeah. He's having like this mental, like, I just gotta do it for the kids and my new best friends. And he's, like, he's yeah, just like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like not strong enough to do this, but like... But he,
1: he just gets that mom energy that where you mom, have to lift a car. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, gets yeah. the
2: mom energy to lift a car for he's his... He's getting
1: Let's Go Brandon energy.
2: Yeah, for his new best friends. Yeah. Um. So... He climbs up to the top and he confronts Jaden and he's like, you're getting everybody fucking killed. And Jaden's like, what are you fucking talking about? This is a reality TV show competition. You are being insane. It's just a game. And Brandon grabs Jaden and is like, you don't the fuck you're talking about. You're killing people. And he grabs Jaden and walks to the edge of the, the ride and then walks off the ride with him. So he just walks off the top of the ride, splat. Brandon dies on impact, immediately dead. We lose the one of the best characters of the book. He just—he just, he just suicided. He suicided to kill Jaden. Is Jaden dead? So Jaden is not dead. He's he's gurgling there. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's he's not well.
1: Yeah, but, yeah. But yeah. Uh,
2: Brandon took most of the heat on the fall. Uh, but Jaden is not. He's not going to make it. Okay. Okay. Uh, now Mac and LeGrand witnessed this and they are in shock okay they didn't know what Brandon's plan was but they didn't they didn't think that was the plan but they were just like okay um." mom deserves better than a drugstore card this Mother's Day surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig add your favorite photos a heartfelt message and we'll even mail it for you the same day all for just five dollars
0: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. All of a sudden they
2: hear another really loud noise and they see this giant thing come out of the trees. And they, they like hide into the other tree line, kind of like they back away like that Homer Simpson gif. Yeah, yeah, And they witness this like beast come out and it's like nostrils are fleeing because it clearly smells the blood from Jaden. And it doesn't eat Brandon, I'm assuming because Brandon's dead, but Jaden's still alive. So it starts devouring Jaden, okay? And I very quickly, I took a note on the description of the beast they see. Um, it says... It's hands almost human, but too large. Each finger a blunt, thick instrument tapering to claws that are jagged, broken, and crusted with blood. Her eyes drifted up to its massive horns erupting from its head. Five of them, almost elegant in comparison with the rest of it. Gray at the base where they sweep out from the head and curving back towards each other, tapering up to white tips to meet a single point 18 inches above its skull. One hoofed leg slides forward. A long strand of spittle and blood falls from its mouth into the matted, filthy hair on its chest. So yeah? it's
1: like a giant Baphomet. mat.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: Labyrinth Minotaur. Yep. Yep. You're pretty good. Yeah. He showed me his paper where he wrote Labyrinth Minotaur. Yeah. Okay. You got the Mrs. Purple with the candlestick, but... We don't really have the why you didn't write the why down.
1: No, that is it, it in the Labyrinth Minotaur story. That's it. Yeah. No, you can keep going, but like I, I got that part.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh Okay. So once the, the
1: guy said it's a maze. Yeah. Then I was like, Oh, ox Corp. Yep. Ox. Yep. Oh, there's 14 of them. Yep. Uh. Okay. Sacrifices.
2: So, Okay. So the, now we, Mac has seen it. So now Legrand and Mac have both seen it.
1: How was it invisible before? Does it only let you see when it wants to kill you? I am getting there. Okay.
2: So Mac. And I'm LeGrand, asking the question. Mac and Legrand run the fuck away. Okay. <laughs> they go find a place to hide and sleep for the night. The next day they wake up and they're trying to come up with a plan on what to do. Uh, and guess what? They find out Buzz Dave is alive. Oh, okay. Buzz Dave has survived um they sort of fill her in on what happened and she lets them know that she killed one of the guards in the guard tower (laughs) she had climbed up she killed him and stole his gun um and they end up climbing let us say, wait hold on wait okay oh sorry my brain so the whole thing is like ava's like you guys saw it and they're like yeah it's a monster and she's like i didn't see it like, like what we were just yeah, yeah. saying is like, and no, they don't have an explanation on why they saw the, the gross minotaur monster and Ava didn't. She just saw an invisible thing eat someone. Yeah. Um, so they decide they're going to go back to that guard tower and they're going to climb the fuck out because she already killed that dude in the guard tower. So they they do. They go climb it. They get out. They make their way out and they're like, okay, we're going to run towards what we're assuming is town. We're going to go find someone's house. We're going to borrow a car and we're gonna get the fuck out of here okay yeah. um they come up onto a house and it's like a really fancy house it's got like the topiaries it's very bougie and they break inside there's no one home and it's like a time capsule inside like clearly like an older lady lives there and they're searching around for car keys they don't find any then they're just eating the food out of the fridge then they're just looking through stuff you know they're just like bored and they're like whatever what we, at least we're safe for right now yeah Uh, Mac is looking in the cabinets and she was like knickknacks in the cabinets like those little porcelain dolls
1: are there paddy wax
2: (laughs) and she finds a hutch like and she opens the hutch and finds a leather bound book that says nicely on the cover Um, and I'm pretty sure nicely is uh, her father's last name okay nicely Um, what time do we have we got time are we? Are you sure? Because I, I feel like I got a little bit. Are we okay to go over a little?
1: I think we can go over a little. Okay.
2: So she grabs the book and she takes the book to the couch and sits next to Ava, who's eating a pudding cup. Boom. Favorite. <laughs> okay. You love a pudding cup. I Don't do look love at a pudding there. cup. Don't look at me this way. I'm, you love a pudding it cup. It
1: just a weird thing to pull out.
2: <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. you and cut Ava okay. love a pudding cup, okay? Um, they begin th- flipping through the book and um it go the book is all about like these distant relatives and people like killing themselves and the author being like these selfish idiots don't understand about what we have to do the sacrifices we have to make um y- so like then the book like takes another a weird turn there's clearly a new author writing notes in it and the author is talking about how they went to visit Coney Island And this amusement park. And they thought it was so cool that this could be a great way to um, hide the beast as they're describing it. Yeah. They're like, if we built an amusement park that was a maze, we could hide the beast in it. So the book then jumps again. And we have another writer, author talking about who a distant relative who wasn't ever supposed to be in the park, but then they came to the park and they lost their daughter. And while that was, you know, of course, a needed thing to happen for the sacrifices, they had wished that that person didn't show up and ruin everything. Yeah. Um, so they're forced to close the park and they don't know what they're going to do. So then they come up with this idea that they're going to pay people. They like hire people to come clean the park and they're like listen we're going to reopen this amusement park we just need to hire staff to come clean it this one week during the year and so they hire these people to go in and clean it and then they all disappear yeah <laughs> and they don't come out
1: yeah they're all distant distant relatives because yeah. these seven families have to be sacrificing right
2: yes exactly Yeah. Um, so then the author of the who's writing now who we find out is Linda In 2002, discovers this new amazing thing called reality TV. Mm. And she has this idea to pitch an amusement park adventure reality show as a way to get sacrifices into the park. Because in her quote, people are no longer answering the advertisements for honest work because they're lazy and they just want a cash prize.
1: Gotcha. (laughs)
2: So this is why Linda comes up with reality shows. Um, Mac puts the book down. Um, and it's like, my father's last name was Nicely. And then LeGrant is like, this is my father's last name, whatever it was. And Ava says hers. And they're all like, oh, my God, I can't believe we're all related to these people that are listed in the book. Um, and I think the wheels are starting to click a little. Um, but then they hear the garage door opening. And Ava grabs the rifle that she stole from the dead guard. And they attack the person coming in, which is Linda. Good. Yes, yeah, Linda.
1: Throw Linda back in the park.
2: So... Linda's pissed and she's bamboozled. She's like, how the fuck did you all get out? <laughs> okay, like, She's not even mad that at this point they're like tying her up to a chair, but she's like, no, but how did you get out? I worked so hard to keep you in there. How did you get out? Um, and then she starts asking if it was fed today. Was it fed today? And they're all in an argument. They're like, what do you care? Like we are getting out of here. We killed a guard. And she's like, no, I don't care. Did it get fed today? And she's like, they're like, yeah, it ate Jaden. We saw it eat Jaden. And they're like, what happened? She's like, what happened to Brandon? And they're like, he died. And she's like, did he get eaten? And he's, she's like, no. And she's like, what a waste. So then they're like, you're such an asshole, Linda. You are such an asshole. So everybody's just like, yo, Linda, we fucking hate you, dude. Um, and then Ava's like, I don't understand why you're so obsessed with feeding this invisible monster, Linda. And then Legrand and Mac and Linda all kind of look at her crazy because they're like, what do you mean invisible monster? And then Linda's like, Yo, your mom is a whore (laughs) because she clearly lied about who your dad is. Because if you're not biologically related to this thing, it can't see you.
1: Oh. And you can't see it. Yeah. Okay.
2: Because apparently the monster itself is made of the blood and bones of the original sacrificed families. Okay. So like the big horns are actually like their ribs or whatever. Gotcha. So that's why like it only wants from the bloodline.
1: Okay, because okay, it's so, trying to reconstitute itself every seven years. Yeah,
2: exactly. So it needs its fourteen uh, sacrifices. Yeah. Um So Ava's like, "Don't call my mom names. Fuck you." Um, they get in her car and they're gonna. They're like, "We're gonna get the fuck out of here," and while they're like talking amongst themselves about how they're going to get the fuck out of here, fuck Linda, blah, 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 steal the money in her purse, that type of deal. Linda's like, it's fine. It's fine. Go. No big deal. <coughs> no, go. It's fine. Because I'll just find other people. I'll just find other sacrifices. And she's like, Le- LeGrand, your dad is great for sacrifices. Your dad is always calling us, letting us know he's got people. He told me recently he has a daughter, a sick one, can't walk. I'll call him up. She, He already offered her up. And LeGrand and Mac are like, the fuck are you talking about? This is our sister. Cause now Mac's like, that's my sister at this yeah, point. Yeah. So Mac and LeGrand uh, have like this internal dialogue with each other, kind of like, but like it's not said, but they both look at her and they're like, oh, the, daughter, the sister's name is Amelia. Amil- I can't say her name. Um, and they're like, listen, we'll go back in the park. We'll, we will go sacrifice ourselves. Leave that little girl out of this. Ava's like, the fuck are you two talking about? Ava's like, let's get the fuck out of here. Um and they're like, Listen, if you promise to have my little sister pulled out, you lie to my father, you lie to the prophet, and you say, Listen, I'm gonna take her as um you know sacrifice. a sacrifice. But I want you to put her in a home and take care of her and don't let anything ever happen to her and we will make the sacrifice. Right now, like shake hands. We'll go back in there and let that thing eat us. If you like, right now, shake on that. You'll take care of her and not let anything bad happen to her. And Ava will be the witness since she's not a family member. And she, and Linda's like, all right, blah blah. And they also say that they're that they are demanding that they give Linda the fifty, uh, give Ava the fifty thousand dollars award but I don't think the money exists. I
1: don't think the money exists either. They're supposed to, everyone's supposed to die.
2: Yeah. I think everyone's supposed to die. No money exists. Yeah.
1: So at that point, ask for 200. Like, why would you listen? It's, they have a fake 50.
2: Yeah. Go up. And
1: they're clearly sacrificing to keep like the prosperity of the town and all this stuff. The wealth and the wealth. Yeah. So you guys got wealth and prosperity.
2: Yeah. So they leave Linda. Also, they're
1: short one person. So they got to put Linda in there.
2: So they got to go back to the park and Ava's upset. (laughs) it was like you guys are crazy Uh, but they do immediately come up with a plan Um, and so Ava goes and finds one of the old generators from one of the rides and she is pushing it back towards um, where Legrand is standing at the fence not the fence the gate the original gate and so she's like we're going to push this the fuck over there and so her and Legrand are working that and then Mac's job is to go find the beast and lure it to this thing because they're going to blow this thing up Right, they're gonna set this thing aflame yeah, and yeah. try to kill the beast. Um, so when Ava's setting up this giant generator, Linda shows up, she's on the other side of the cave. <laughs> she drove, she-, she walked up or drove. Oh, no, she has an R- uh, RV, so that was like the whole thing. She's like, Linda be driving on this RV in her little Chanel suits, very yeah. funny. So she shows up and she's like, she gets a gun and tries to shoot at Ava, but Ava, having uh training hears the gun like um what's it called when cocking. you cocking so she just ducks a little like she ducks down behind the generator and linda misses her so they get into like a yelling match and linda's like you guys are so stupid you can't blow up this fucking beast it's eternal it's immortal you're wasting your fucking time um and the whole time she's like holding the gun at ava and ava's like you know what shut the fuck up bitch shoot me i don't give a fuck like i already did my part getting this thing here when she shoots at her Turns out LeGrand was on the other side of like this little area they were standing and he actually shot Linda in the shoulder because I forget he stole a purse, uh, stole a gun from Linda's purse at the house. Okay. So like he had a gun and so he shot Linda and then Mac found the beast and it's chasing her. Yeah. She's running through the park. There's like pages and pages of her running through the park. It's a whole montage. She's jumping through ponds. She's hurtling over rocks. She's getting caught in trees and bushes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. It's a whole thing. So she's running.
3: Meanwhile,
1: there's a giant Baphomet chasing
2: her. Yeah. The giant Baphomet chasing her.
1: Giant Baphomet minotaur monster.
2: Made of human bones. Yeah. And gore. Okay. Um, and. Where do you
1: find these books?
2: I don't know. So as they can hear the running getting closer, Ava pops her shirt off it's <laughs> 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 so she, Titty time. she uh, has like gasoline and she like soaks it in gasoline it pushes it into the tank of the generator and screams at LeGrant to get behind the wall to avoid shrapnel and they light it and they jump back there
1: yeah because she knows how to make IEDs because she was in Iraq
2: yeah dude so Linda's outside of the gate right she's still alive she just got shot in the shoulder she's yelling at them you fucking idiots like she's just laughing yelling And so this thing fucking explodes, right? Shrapnel everywhere, big explosion, blah, blah, blah. Mac bursts through the trees with the thing following her. And they all uh, run out of the destroyed gate. And Linda, again, is like, you can't fucking kill the thing. You can't kill it. It's immortal. And they're like, we're not trying to kill it. We're letting it out. And Linda then has the realization of what's really happening. And she's like, you can't let it out. It's going to hunt us forever. It's going to hunt the lineage. You won't see it coming. And Max, like, who fucking cares? Nobody. And they all get in the car, drive away. Linda gets eaten. The end.
3: (laughs)
1: Yo. Decent ending. (laughs) That's a decent ending. Yeah. That's actually a really good ending. I like that. <laughs> yeah. That's a good book.
2: Yeah. That was actually, that's an actual quote. Who fucking cares? I was like, yes, exactly. Yeah. Also, if you open to the front page, there is a map of the actual uh, place.
1: Yeah. She steps inside and none of it mattered anyway. It never mattered. The open doors were a warning, but she had gotten up. Uh, but she was wrong about the message. Nothing had gotten in. Something had gotten out. Escaped. Oh, oh I this think is that's a, different, a, new, this that's a different book. new book. They always uh,
2: put a new book at the end yeah, of the book. Yeah, I was
1: looking for the last line. I wanted to see it.
2: Yeah.
1: Hold on. There Hold it is. on. Yeah, no, you're right. The exact last <laughs> sentence. With a shrug, Max stands and turns to the car. Who fucking cares? <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: No,
1: I mean, so one of the things that caught me is, you know, the story of Theseus in the labyrinth. Yeah. And there's 14 sacrifices in that. Yeah. Seven uh, seven boys, seven girls was a big part of that. And Theseus becomes one of them. And it's every seven years mm-hmm. was having to give it to the minotaur. So there were some things they started putting together, especially it was like 14 people. And then the way you described the foot thing, I was like, mm, mm. yeah, sounds a little minatory. Yeah. You made a big deal about being two legs. I was like, minatory. Mm, yep. Also, just like the fact it's two every day and then the when the one guy said it's a maze. Yeah. Then I was like, Oh, of course. Of course the company's called like Ox. Yep. Because of oxen and yeah. shit like that and sacrifices. So I was like, All right. I did like putting it back together though by the end when I was like, Oh, because the whole reveal of like we built a big amusement park so we could invite our cousins to it to be eaten yeah. in the amusement park. I thought that was a neat yeah. reveal and then the little girl going missing. Is and the be- whole
2: thing is that when the amusement park's open like during that free week, that free week nobody can see it, but the people that can see it
1: that are related. And if
2: they see it, it is too late. Yeah. So there's never a witness or if like they if somebody was like Buzzcut Ava saw somebody get eaten, oh, you're going to go tell the local PD, you saw a person fly up, get ripped in half and then disappear, like you're yeah. gonna end up with a lobotomy in an asylum, my dude.
3: Yeah,
1: exactly. So
2: Exactly. It, yeah. No, it's pretty cool. I also, I also think... the whole thing about the spa, which I didn't really get into, is they had to like cleanse them
1: and yeah, bless I figured it was them. Much. Yeah. They yeah. had to
2: cleanse and bless them before that.
1: That was a part of ritual sacrifices exactly, especially yeah. in like great um. Greco-Roman times and stuff like that. So, so cool.
2: what do you think? What are, what, are, what are we thinking of this book? You like this book. You like the ending of this book?
1: I like the book. I uh, I think we could have cut about seven of the sacrifices. Mm, mm-hmm. I think we could have gotten it down. I mean, I understand why they did it the way they did. But yeah. I think we could have montaged a few of them. Yeah. Um. You know, definitely could have gotten that down a little bit. I liked, uh, you know, I, I thought there might be something in the line of, you know that, that one movie, Cabin in the Woods? Yeah. In Cabin in the Woods... It, they're archetypes. They don't all have to be related. Yeah. So the idea of like one person being a fitness person and one person being a Instagram model, what, like all these people filling a specific archetype yeah. would have been interesting. Well,
2: I think that the archetype that I didn't maybe go into a lot because Linda is a hard character to describe, like everything that she's, like a lot of what Linda's talking about is like she considers all of the people that she puts into these um, these games to be the prunings, the extras, the, the people that don't matter in the family. Yeah, yeah, because so they're to, distant cousins. Well, not, it's not about how distant they are. It's that they're worthless.
3: Oh.
1: And so
2: for her, an Instagram model, a CrossFit guy, an a intern. A writer. A writer. These are worthless dregs of society. These are gotcha. lazy, good-for-nothings. Mm. And so for her and the families, they're looking at like they have high-powered lawyers and doctors and millionaires and billionaires. Yeah. And so they're like, an Instagram model? the fuck do we care?
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, So, yeah. like, they
2: are the dregs gotcha. to, to the families.
1: The other thing, too, is funny because as you were describing Linda at the beginning, yeah. I was picturing Sigourney Weaver's character from the end of Cabin in the Woods. Because, <laughs> yes. like, she's in that, like, yes. Hillary Clinton suit. Yeah. Like, she's doing the whole thing. She's yeah. explaining it to her. It's corporate, the yeah. way she's getting rid of them. Like, that's exactly who I was picturing. Exactly, yeah. So it's very funny that that's how that it's all kind of ties together. that, just
2: a little bit older. Yeah. yeah But yeah Oh god Sigourney Weaver And everything
1: Sigourney Weaver And everything
2: So where were Before we end this uh, Book club Where are you putting this On the On the tier Of the book so How far do you,
1: We've done so many That I don't even remember All well, of them Well there was
2: Blood Train be- Better or worse Than Blood Train
1: It's It's They're they're almost equal okay. I think Cause here's the thing This book Gets huge bonus points mm-hmm. By having multiple characters Not be fucking idiots <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. This book does something actually the closest I've seen to the movie Get Out. Yeah. Which is almost everyone involved seems to know what there is actually going on. Yeah. And or like their reaction when they don't have the full story makes sense, which I really really like. Yeah. Like once they realize, oh, we're being chased by a giant Minotaur and a labyrinth, and we're being sacrificed. Totally different mindset than we're playing a weird reality game. Yeah. There's something off about this really weird. Reality TV show game, yeah. like, you know, all this different stuff. So I thought that was really, really interesting. Um, yeah, I think that there's there was a couple things in there. Cause, like, the one thing that didn't make sense to me, right, is like the one guy, uh, when Brandon dies, right?
2: Yeah, R.I.P. Brandon. Like, well,
1: so when Brandon dies, they're going to have to still put another one in there to finish feeding the beast. Yeah. And they have to feed the beast uh, 14 people over seven days. Yeah. So do they have backups?
2: Oh, Linda does have backups.
1: Okay, she does have some. Linda around.
2: Linda has backups that are like she brings them in for like diner employees or like so like she she has
1: some around in case she, she has, has to throw some a in town. In. Like okay. in
2: town, there are like janitors that she is like willing to use because um, again, Linda's a terrible person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it is described that Linda does have backups prepared at all times.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, well, that's cool.
2: Yeah. Not yeah, no. cool. Linda. I mean no,
1: but I mean I'm talking about from the writer's perspective. Yeah. The writer really did. It it feels like they they filled out a lot of different things. I thought the whole hide and seek PTSD thing a little much. Yes. I understand you need to put it in there for some flavor. Yeah. But did feel a little much.
2: I think it was it was an interesting touch to have someone who's like their whole life experience is based on the game of hide and seek. And that like, not the whole, but like such no, a big no, part I know, of it,
1: I know. It just, it feels- It was
2: very funny to be like, oh. Yeah,
1: it just feels Also, little... you got
2: that moment where Legrand is like, what's a podcast?
1: That's a great moment.
2: That's a great, it's all for that whole moment is worth it. No,
1: honestly. but that, that's really good. <laughs> there was a few, there's a few small things here and there that I thought, that I thought was really good.
2: I would say also as the person who just uh, read the book and then wrote the notes and just described it to Alex- um, I did miss a lot. There's a lot of content in this book. It yeah. is a thin book, but it was filled with information. So it felt that like way the because way there was
1: times where I was like, what about? And you're like, we don't we have gotta, time. We got to pass through. We got to yeah. pass through.
2: So like, if you like the sound of this, I would really recommend reading it. Because it is a really fun read. Well, it was pretty and, quick too. And
1: she clearly has another book in here. Yeah.
2: What's the other book called?
1: It was called Mister Magic.
2: Mister Magic.
1: Which at least the end of uh, and so dear friends, at long last, it's mm. magic time.
3: Oh, that's how the free little
1: extra on here uh, comes out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's um, yeah, it's 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 pretty good. Yeah. I think uh, I. Really enjoyed this. I think Kirsten White, you got a lot of really good things coming. And um, so
2: you heard it here first. This is the first book that Alex has. I would recommend people not (laughs) only not hated. But it is recommending that you read if you enjoyed you it. You know
1: what? Honestly, what I think this really deserves, what? this deserves a seven episode uh, maxi series.
2: Yeah. Oh, my God. It would be so good. This would
1: be really good for a seven episode yeah. series. If,
2: if we had Netflix, I'd watch it on Netflix.
1: I wouldn't watch it on Netflix because I want it to be good. Oh. Um, <laughs> But, like, maybe <laughs> Apple TV. Yeah, uh, oh, big money, big yeah. money.
2: Yeah, no, I, I you think— You need to have good special effects.
1: I, well, it's not like— Because ba- when
2: that monster comes out, I want to be scared by that monster. Well, here's the
1: thing. I either want to be scared or I yeah. want it to look stupid. There's kind yeah, of no, no middle. Because yeah, no in between. Because the way—when you were describing it, the way I pictured it, I pictured, like, a 15 to 20-foot tall monster. Like, I'm picturing when they had the um, the swings fully extended. yeah. Like, it has to be able to reach up there. It has to be able to reach every part. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it like, has to be able to reach the top of a, a Ferris gonna wheel. Who's going to play
2: Brandon? Brandon? Yeah, in our Apple series. I, no, he
1: would be a new, he would have to be a newer on the block likable actor. Oh. But here's the thing. So, like, Jaden has to be an asshole. Mm. Uh, but he would have to have that sort of high school football jock who didn't did not go on to play division one yeah um but like i went to
2: college for sports but then ended up having to become a real estate agent
1: went to college for sports medicine oh all right yeah that type of feel i
2: need a buzz cut ava to be played by uh robin tooney she is the chick from empire records who had a buzz cut she's gonna be a little older now but i still think she's a veteran yeah she's a veteran
1: she's a veteran
2: um Max, I don't know who's going to play Max. I think,
1: I think Mac could be played by a lot of different people. Mm. Um, again, I think it, that's a matter of whether or not.
2: Zendaya. She, no. Yes. I
1: feel like she needs to have a crazier we look in her eye. We need big
2: names. No. We need crazier. I
1: think, I think she needs to have, a, that's the thing. It's like, that's why I wouldn't mind since this is, this at the beginning would be such an ensemble piece. Yeah. You could still have Mac be like the semi main character.
2: <gasps> oh, you know who would be a good Mac. Um, the chick from Game of Thrones who stabbed them at the end.
1: Oh, the girl played Arya Stark. Arya
2: Stark girl. Yeah, because she got she got good eyes. She got she got good eyes. She did. You crazy. know what?
1: Honestly, she did when she was playing the assassin. Yeah, she'd be good at that. Yeah, I'd give her that. She could
2: be real sneaky because she's. Yeah, and no. I always
1: felt bad because like you know that last season of Game of Thrones uh, was such uh, shit. Don't ever
2: talk about that last season. Of yeah, Game of Thrones. it was so
1: bad. But like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she doesn't. And nobody. A lot of those Game of Thrones people, like they don't want to touch them after that. It yeah. wasn't their fault.
2: It wasn't their fault. They weren't
1: the showrunners. That was
2: badass writing at the end there. Yeah. So anyway, that's our book club episode for this week. We did it. Yeah. We read. We. I read a book. You listened to the book. I and did. You are not as upset as you usually are. So this is a win.
1: I'm gonna give this book. Uh, this is gonna get the Pearl Mania nine
2: out of ten. <laughs> all right
1: uh that's the highest i'll ever go
2: yeah (laughs)
1: okay nine out of ten
2: (laughs) uh thank you everyone for listening and make sure to support your local libraries and go get your library card you can usually do it online and have it mailed to your house and there's lots of free stuff and also if you're like a work from home person like me Don't go to those WeWork places and pay money to go sit in a fake office. Just go to the library.
3: Yeah,
1: they have little cubicle areas. They have
2: cubicle business areas. And there's people there with master's degrees in library studies that can help you. And it's way better than WeWork. And you're supporting... Pretty much the only free service that exists in the world at this point in time.
1: Yep, and also you're already paying for it through your taxes, Yay. so you're being dumb by not taking advantage of it. In fact, you're leaving money on the table. Speaking of money on the table, though, we want to thank all of our patreons. As always, we want to thank all of our sponsors and all those new advertisements we have coming through here. We enjoy you guys every single week, and there will be a new episode this Sunday. And as we said before, if you are Patreon, you can go vote on Mrs. Pearlmania's poll topics now. Yeah, Mrs. Pearlmania, any last uh, things you want to say?
2: Uh, nothing. I liked the book. It was a fun time.
1: There we go. This has been Mrs. Pearl mm-hmm. Book Club Part 7, I believe.
2: I think so. <laughs>